Welcome to What Did We Just Read, a podcast where two best friends discuss a different book each week. This week, we read Someone Else's Secret by Julia Spiro, an emotional suspense book about secrets and growing up too fast. We have two quick business notes at the top of the podcast this week. First, a trigger warning. Someone Else's Secret deals with things of sexual assault and grooming. We didn't go into detail about sexual assault because that's not something Justin or I wanted to do, but if these themes are triggering or heavy for you, be advised and make the best choice for your mental health. Secondly, if you'd like to read along with us, Amazon is rolling out a new feature called Amazon Book Clubs. It's still early access, so you actually have to Google Amazon Book Clubs to find the launch page, but we do have a club there now. You can see what books we're going to be reading and when, so if you want to read along with us, you can find out before I post on social media about what's upcoming. Also, you can suggest books to us so we can add them to the reading list. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Ah, we are a mess. Hi, Justin. Hey, what's up? It's another. How's it going? I am so anxious right now. Oh, I've been anxious literally for a week straight. I feel like it's like, oh my God. Like the, I feel like I have like first podcast jitters. Yeah, I know. What is that? That's weird, right? So I think it's just because we took a week off. And also I'm worried about the fact that we are a week out from reading this book. <laughs> Yeah, I mean we're gonna we're gonna try and get through it. <laughs> I believe in us. Yeah, I, I think I, we can do it. I have faith. Last week's episode was delayed. We took a week off. Didn't want to, but yeah. <laughs> the recording for that we had a three second delay. So Justin had a bitch of a time editing, in addition Hor- to his full time job, and then also in addition to just me being depressed yeah. and sad. So yeah, so we we should have recorded last week, but we didn't because Justin was like real stressed out, didn't want to add anything onto his plate. But now we're a week out from this episode and it's like oh it's been a while since i, I read this book <laughs> it's been a little bit <laughs> it's, it's it's been a little bit of time it's been a minute <laughs> oh fucking hell <laughs> oh fucking hell i i have a fan going in the background because it's so hot in my house right now i walked out i had to go to the office today tuesdays is my day to go into the office in the afternoon so i'm doing a, a project and i yeah. walked outside and i like it hit me it's, it was 90 degrees today. The heat has been thick. Yeah. It's going to be so hot this summer. It wasn't just it wasn't just that it was like hot. It just felt so like it, it yeah, thick. Is it wasn't he- Yeah. It wasn't humid. It was just like it just felt like the heat was like sitting on me. It was just there. Closed in on me. Yeah. I was <laughs> Ooh, it was and then I had to walk up some stairs. I'm so sorry. I will say though. So I have a fan. I've had to like, I had to one, get a quieter fan because my husband, yeah. my husband was like, oh, your fan is too loud. So I was like, fine, I'll get a quieter <laughs> fan. So I got this quieter fan and I'd been like, it's like trained at my head when I sleep. Cause like my, yeah. my head gets hot. Like since I was a kid, like I used to sweat through pillows. It was disgusting. Jesus Christ. So we also have our nightstands. I was kind of like, damn, like I wish that this fan was more aimed at my head. Like I, f- yeah. I feel like it's not like fully aimed at my head. Cause the other thing is that our pillows are kind of. <laughs> weird and so i don't actually fully sleep on on my pillow like i tend to like i sleep a little bit further down in the bed yeah yeah, even when i try to like start on the pillow my head like i just like naturally slide down so i just i'm just giving into it at this point and so getting the fan to like aim at me i was like oh this is a struggle but then i remembered that my nightstand has a little pull out shelf oh i pulled out the last night was amazing last night big brain please so good I felt incredible. I have the opposite problem, I feel. Uh, my entire body gets hot. So I, I sleep with my fan on my nightstand just directly at my body and my face and everything. It's on like yeah. a little swivel. It's phenomenal. 
I can't. I, 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 I can't sleep without my fan. I mean, like, the rest of my body gets hot, but, like, my head and my feet feel like the places where, like, my body temperature is regulated, and I don't want cold feet. Yeah. Like, I can no. deal with a cold head, but, like, I can't do cold feet. Also, <laughs> I've been sleeping with my weighted blanket, yeah. and so, like, I definitely need that, like, extra layer of coldness, because that blanket is hot. I get that. I usually don't sleep with blankets. Like, I'll have one on the bed next to me in case I get, like, really cold at some point during the night, but usually I'm just, like, a sheets guy. I like I like thin things. Maybe, like, a thin uh, fleece blanket or some shit like that. No, I need the weight. I like the the physical, like, feel something, like, pressing down on me, which I think is why I've been loving my weighted blanket so much. It's because it's, like, it's 15 pounds on my body. My sleep paralysis demon does that enough. <laughs> Just on its own? Yeah, I don't, I don't need any more weight on my chest. Can't relate. Yeah, you should try it sometime. It's great. Was this our banter, or should we like talk about? Did you have a? Like, you didn't have a good week. You actually had a pretty. I didn't. Stressful I didn't, yeah, week. I had a terrible week. It was real stressful. Was it just? Was it just that, or was it you know just mental health issues in general? Yeah, most of the week was fine. I don't know. I had some problems. So I work at I work at the bank. Obviously, like you know that. Yes. I don't think everyone else knows that, but I work at a bank. And recently, I fucked up on a transaction, and I was short some money. <gasps> And then I was I was just really like feeling shitty. Mm. Uh, and then with the episode not being done, and then we hung out on Saturday. Mm-hmm. That was fun. But then Sunday, my <clears throat> mental health just like took a fucking nosedive, and I stayed yeah. in bed for like most of the day Sunday. And then on Monday, I got uh I got maybe like an hour or two of work done, and then I was like. This isn't this isn't it, Chief. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be able to have all of this done. It was a definitely like a a rough. I don't know. I I mean, like I think I was a little bit better because one, I didn't have editing to do, but also like yeah. I went to work. Well, there was no work Monday because it's bank holiday. Yeah. And then um, Tuesday, I went in in the morning, but the, I like I, I'm like unavailable, like officially like unavailable at work. Like that's like with my bosses, we've cleared like you need like this few hours a week. And then Tuesday and Wednesday, I took off to play The Sims, which was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I did get back. I did get back to work though on t- on Thursday, and my email was just like I like to be like email zero kind of person. Yeah, and I've just not been yeah, there for the past like couple months, and it's been mm-hmm. my email was a mess on Thursday. Yeah, I'm also the type of person that likes to zero stuff out. So like even on my uh, my phone, if like. I have, like, I can see on the messages app that I have, like, three messages. I'll be like, no, I need to check this right now. Yeah. Or the uh, mail app, I'm like, no, I need this to not have these yeah. written numbers right here. I need this to be gone. You want to hop into uh, what we're talking about this week? Uh, this week. We read one of your books. It's uh, It was called Someone Else's Secret. We, we need to stop picking books that are 300 plus pages. <laughs> yeah, we need to pick some. I, I don't think that there are books for adults that are shorter. Fuck, dude! It's like it's so, <laughs> I think that this is it. They're so long, and sometimes it's just like this book isn't good. I think it's it wouldn't feel as long <laughs> because uh, no exit was just as long, and no exit was like boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom, boom the whole time. 
it's just books that pick up. So let's let's start. Let's jump into it. So you know, we read someone else's secret thoughts. Like overall, like general, how did you feel about this book? Uh, for the most part, I thought it was super boring <laughs> for for most of it. Yeah, until like the last ten chapters, maybe. 10 to 15 the last like 10 to 15 chapters maybe that's when i was like okay this is okay yeah Yeah. it's it it uh definitely had a slow start i will i will explain more as we get into the book but this book felt very like even it resonated with me as a woman and as a woman who was the same age as one of our characters at the time period that this book is set it at times felt like like, I would be curious to know how old – well, I mean, I guess, like, they're – like, you just kind of understand, like, what it's like to be a woman. But I almost want to look up how old this author was because I feel like she very clearly understood what's be like what it's like to be, like, 14 in 2009, specifically. <laughs> specifically? Specifically, 14 in 2009, <laughs> which is weird because the character that I'm talking about, Georgie – She's 14 yeah. in 2009, but she's not like sh- we have nothing in common. Yeah. It's just it's just the vibe. <laughs> she, she gives off a certain vibe and you're just like, yeah. Yeah. I understand. She she's I get very where you're coming from. She's very accurately. Like I think we had a conversation um we I think we were talking yesterday when I yesterday I like recounted an entire plot of a book to Justin. Yeah. <laughs> just randomly over Discord. <laughs> Uh, and we talked about the idea of like people putting children in books and like the children being written like that person has never met a child a before. Child. Yeah. <laughs> like the the ultra smart three year olds who are like giving you lessons about love in a very adult way. <laughs> or it's like I've never encountered that. Or like the ten year old who's like, I wet my pants. I need help. <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> A 10-year-old? Are we not going to talk it's, about it's, this it's child's... Never, it's never in the middle. It's just one extreme or the other. Yeah. They're either, like, too smart for their age or developmentally delayed and no one's talking about it, which worries me for other <laughs> no reasons. One. As an educator, <laughs> no I'm like, has someone come to you and said, hey, we should probably uh, do some diagnostics on your child because they're not they're they're not where they should be they're not where they should be and you know we want to make sure that they're getting the best supports possible but no it's just <laughs> it's it's not at all in the middle this book felt very accurate of just yeah. like i i was this 14 year old and not not like yeah. i was this 14 year old because i didn't make all the choices she made but i understand why she made them i get that yeah so um let's just jump into it this book starts off. I'm gonna skip the prologue because <laughs> that's fine. It's one of those things where it's not gonna make any kind of sense. Um, yeah. TLDR. One of the characters. We're not sure who at this point is having a nightmare. Um, flashback to this lighthouse, and we didn't know who it was. She's just things are. She start. It's 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 personal for her though. Um, so uh I love it how you were like I'm not going to explain the prologue and then you explain the prologue. <laughs> hey, I underpromise overdeliver every single time. Well, every single time. <laughs> <laughs> no skips. Um <laughs> uh so we start off in 2009 
Um, and we are introduced to Lindsay, who has just weeks before graduated from college. She went to a mm-hmm. super fancy art school. Her parents were like, she's like, I don't think we can afford this. And they're like, we'll make it work. I think they like took out a mortgage, a second mortgage yeah. on their house. Yeah, I think they did. She's from a, a small town in, I want to say Virginia. It doesn't actually quite matter. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter at all. doesn't matter at all. Uh, but she's from a small town in like the East Coast. And so she goes to this super fancy art school in Maine. And she never felt like she belonged at her art school. Her like classmates were all like way wealthier than she was. <laughs> she thought that like, like, you know, they and they were all like the kind of like wealthy hipster where they're like, I'm using the same backpack as, you know, I did in middle school. But I'm also my parents own Apple, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> I'm also hella rich. But yeah. I'm going to use this backpack with duct tape on it yeah it's like i think someone was talking about something else but they said like gentrified poverty (laughs) (laughs) gentrified poverty (laughs) um and so Lindsay's real worried because she went to art school uh 2009 was like basically like right at the start of the recession and she's not able to find a job and so she's like at her graduation freaking out and her parents are like, we'll make it work. And she's thinking about having to move home. Uh, she wants to work for museums. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, she wants to work in uh, art, art galleries. Yeah, she wants to work in art galleries. I mean, like, why else do you go to art school unless you're an artist? Like, it's yeah, museums an and art galleries. Um, and so she uh, she's talking with her professor. And her professor is like, hey, I have a lead on a job for you. Um, and basically this uh, wealthy couple, the Deckers, um they vacation on Martha's Vineyard because uh, they're very rich. <laughs> and very uh, rich. the professor's like, hey, they need a nanny for the summer. But after that, they will help you. Like, they have connections with art people and they can help you get a job. Yeah, they'll help you get a job at a gallery. The Deckers is Jonathan, who we're led to believe is a little bit creepy. I didn't quite see it. And Carol... <laughs> I felt very uncomfortable when she uh, introduced herself to them because uh, she's walking over with her professor to go like meet this couple. And she says yeah. uh, she's worried about meeting Carol because she's like wives always hate her. Yeah, because she's like curvaceous. <laughs> she's like, yeah, wives don't usually like her because they think that they're going to get cheated on, I guess. So, I mean, like there's a lot of body image talk in this. And I'm sure she, like, definitely felt that kind of way, but I just didn't like the idea that she, like, they hate her because she's curvaceous, necessarily. Yeah. And so she she meets the Deckers, and her and the Deckers are like, yeah, we need someone to, to nanny our kids for the summer. Mostly their son, um, Birdie. Birdie's five. Birdie. Ugh, Birdie. I thought, I had thoughts about Birdie. Birdie. <laughs> um, Birdie's five, and then their daughter Georgie is 14. Um, yep. And so she's like, yeah, sure, I'll take this job. And so... Uh, we meet her when she is on a ferry to Martha's Vineyard. Um, yep. And just reflecting on her life and being sad. <laughs> <laughs> being sad. Essentially. Hey, I feel it. Um, yeah, I feel. And then we meet Georgie in 2009. Mm-hmm. And Georgie is uh, 14. And she's also in like a very weird transition period. Yeah. She's kind of in that 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 state where you know kids are doing they're trying to do their whole grown up thing, mm-hmm. but also you know you're still fourteen. Yeah, 
so like her friends are like like drinking and like doing their makeup now and stuff and she's just like i just want to chill <laughs> i just want to yeah. like, go to the beach and hang out <laughs> like i don't want to do all this right yeah. now she's like i just want to like she she's like her friends are like aging and she's not quite understanding like what getting older is or like why they've chosen the way to get older that they are she considers her mom to like be very like overbearing and to kind of like needle her so her, she she decides this summer uh that she doesn't want to go to sleepaway camp and so she's like i want to stay like and just you know hang out and her dad is like yeah you can't just hang out you have to get a job and so she's like bet. yeah she's like bet and so she's like i'm gonna get a job her relationship with her mom is not great uh she fights with her mom a lot it's kind of a bitch to her mom yeah her and jonathan have like a really oh way better relationship than her and carol <clears throat> yeah but it's in a very much like jonathan gets to be the fun parent and like carol like yeah. hints at this like in, at various places through the book where like she's she's the one who has to kind of like be the parent be the yeah but like be the asshole but like be the parent like we're old enough now that <laughs> we're old enough now that like if i read this book when i was 14 i might have understood georgie with georgie yeah. yeah but now i'm like team carol um <clears throat> yeah i see where she's coming from i understand uh she likes to pull um she's very much a darby and that she says awful things to her mother <laughs> all the time. Um, or like she gets, she does and she gets a job um, at a yeah. cafe uh, in the little Martha's Vineyard town that they hang out in. And yeah. her mom is like, her mom, I don't, th it's, it's very weird because like, as the book goes on, you kind of see that Georgie's a little bit of an unreliable narrator when it comes to her yeah. interactions with her mom. Um, <laughs> Uh, and so, like, you know, she doesn't feel her mom is proud of her for getting a job. And so she says, Dad, be proud of me. You wouldn't understand because you don't even work. Like, and then just leaves the room. <laughs> yeah, she tends to say stuff to her mom and just leave. Yeah, because she's 14. So she's going to be like, well, you suck, and then just disappear. <laughs> so, yeah, her, her relationship with her mom is not great. Um, so she gets to switch her strained. job. The book was also weirdly written in that... Uh, it switches between Georgie and Lindsay every yeah, chapter. Yeah, that that wasn't what got to me is that it like we'll see something from like Georgie's perspective and then we'll yeah. see the same thing from like Lindsay's perspective. Yeah. Which was an interesting technique because sometimes it really worked for me. Like um later in the book there's an interaction that Georgie has with her mom or that Lindsay sees between Georgie and her mom and then her mom just like says something to Georgie and then from Georgie's perspective it's much more caustic. Yeah. than it was from Lindsay's perspective yeah it's not like word for word like repeats of each scene i mean yeah they do give you like the different uh viewpoints really well mm -hmm. when Lindsay gets there she like she gets a tour of the house from carol who she doesn't have a good time connecting with she finds carol to be kind of cold <laughs> yeah team carol <laughs> carol's just out here doing the best she can yeah you know i mean with the shitty hand that she's been dealt yeah, like she's doing the best. Uh, she walks. She like gets a few hours off because Birdie is at tennis, and so she just ends up exploring this little town. And then we get to see Georgie's first day of work, which is not like uh, I get to be a cute cafe girl. It's <laughs> it's uh, she's been told by the owner like, hey, I need you to organize all of the files that I haven't organized in ten years. <laughs> she's basically like a stalker slash like office like clerk. She also runs into Brian. Um, who was her old yeah. sailing instructor. Uh, he doesn't quite recognize her because she normally goes to sleepaway camp over the summer and this is like where she would see him. 
Um, yeah. And she has a huge crush on Brian. And he huge crush. Yeah, she's and he is twenty four. Just want to right at the front say that Brian is a twenty four right year old man. Twenty four. Twenty four. That's let's let's count it. That's uh ten years older than Georgie. Yes. So on the same day, Georgie's first day. This confu- This is where I started getting confused because I didn't realize that it was going to go back and we're going to experience yeah. the same situations again. <laughs> <laughs> because it went. We're like. Lindsay's kind of seen like this is like when it started Lindsay arrives and then when we start with Georgie it's actually the day before Lindsay gets there yeah but I didn't realize this until chapter five (laughs) when Lindsay is like exploring the town on her first day uh she goes to the cafe where Georgie works and she doesn't recognize Georgie because she actually hasn't met (laughs) Georgie yet (laughs) because it's her first day (laughs) on the island (laughs) yeah she does run into a classmate named I did not write down what her name was at this point in the book. So it's Joanna. <laughs> Joanna. It's always weird because sometimes like I'll be taking notes and I'm like, I don't know that this person's gonna come up again, so I just don't write their name down. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like chapter always gotta write that shit down. And then it's like chapter ten and I'm like Joanna and it's like, ooh, I hope in the podcast that I've explained who Joanna is that Joanna's the same person. Yeah. <laughs> said so i feel like i've met this person before yeah so she runs into her classmate joanna um from college so joanna is like wealthy and joanna's like i've gotten a summer job because you know i'm taking a gap summer and joanna invites her to a um bonfire and uh joanna also is like hey have you how do you feel about jonathan the dad of this family because he's kind of a flirt um which again you don't really see he's he doesn't he's not great as a person but yeah, a lot of it was like hearsay, not hearsay. I don't want to like invalidate how he made Lindsay feel, but some yeah. of the stuff he did that like made her uncomfortable. I was like, I think this is you. <laughs> yeah, that's in your head. And she also like throughout the book, Lindsay is texting her uh, college best friend, Rose. Um, mm-hmm. And Rose is also wealthy, but a little bit more judgmental where she like she went to this art school, but she's also got a finance job. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. Yeah. She went to the art school, but then she was, like, <laughs> working at Goldman Sachs, I think, or some shit like that. Yeah, she's, like, working at Goldman Sachs. And she's, like, yeah, I got this job, and I have to be practical. And uh, <laughs> Rose like, doesn't like Joanna for yeah. basically no reason. I don't think they actually give, like, a solid reason to why she doesn't like her. Not at all. Just a lot of women hating women for no reason. Um, for no reason. Uh, Georgie finishes her first day of work, and she is sad that her mom uh doesn't come by she's not excited about the new nanny which to be fair the nanny is not for her but she is afraid that having the nanny around is going to crimp her style which also fair yeah like i don't want to be seen with my little brother's babysitter because then the people are going to be like (laughs) is the babysitter for you it's like no that's for that's for him that's for him (laughs) i'm just here she hates Lindsay on sight (laughs) (laughs) i think i think it's like she walks in the room like, all Lindsay does is just walk into the room, and Georgie thinks she hated her immediately. <laughs> she was like, this bitch. <laughs> but what's crazy and so, so accurate is that, like, she hates Lindsay, but at the same time, she's like, wow, there's this, like... She's like, I love her. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, that bitch, I love her so much. <laughs> yeah, she's like, she's older, she's, you know, 
yeah, she's she was highlighting the differences between them. They weren't even that far apart in age. Not really, anyway. It's eight years. It's a lot at 14. <laughs> but she's, like, very much... She hates Lindsay because Lindsay is everything that she's not. <laughs> yeah. But because Lindsay is everything that she's not, she's also in love with Lindsay. Yeah. She wants to be best friends with Lindsay. Yeah. And she starts to, like... Lindsay's, like, in a weird place because Lindsay needs to be friends with Georgie because Georgie can get her fired. <laughs> yeah. So she's having to be, like, nice where, like, Georgie's like, oh, yeah, like, I was dating a boy last summer, but I broke up with him because he sucked. <laughs> and Lindsay was like, yeah, I guess he does sound like kind of a loser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess Based he does suck. on yeah. nothing. Based on absolutely nothing. She's like, yeah, he sucks. I get it. I absolutely get it. Yeah, she's like, mm, the worst. So it's, like, literally within, like, a page, Georgie's like, I hate her. I guess she was okay. Like... I'm jealous of her body shape because Georgie's also 14. So her body's in like a weird transition period. And she comments on it where she's like her body, like she wished her body could be either like her, I guess, child body or like her adult woman body. But like this in-between period was not vibing. (laughs) That's not the vibe. Yeah, honestly, same. So (laughs) (laughs) we kind of get to see the same interaction from Lindsay's perspective of just like meeting Georgie, kind of being afraid of her because she's a rich child and rich children are scary. And uh, she gets a rundown. Like, she gets, like, a rundown of, like, what Birdie's life is supposed to be like. Um, he's got a busy schedule for a five-year-old. But they're, I mean, kind of busy. Like, he's got tennis in the morning. And then they kind of just hang out the rest of the day. And so she meets <laughs> she meets Birdie. And he apparently kind of talks like a British person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which weirded me out. He apparently just... <laughs> Apparently at one point he just picked up a British accent and just kept it forever. Yeah. And so they kind of like, his parents were like, you have to stop because this is weird. And so he stopped, but he still says things like, indeed. Also, when she gets home, uh, Carol is trying to make dinner. (laughs) I want to read it because it was so funny. In the kitchen, Carol was cutting a store-bought rotisserie chicken. It's black plastic package out on the counter next to it. On the stove, a pot of broccoli emanated an earthy steam. <laughs> Birdie was just banging away, uh, while watching his mother as she stabbed a few slices of chicken and un- unloaded them onto plates. Uh, her movements were clunky, as though the act was entirely foreign to her. So she's, like, cutting up a rotisserie chicken, like, not well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and just got, like... Just completely fucking it up. Yeah. It's just, just bad. Just, like, yeah. just, like, plain broccoli. Like, I like broccoli, but I don't think she was seasoning it butter none of it (laughs) It she just boiled that shit and was like there you go that's for you (laughs) yeah um carol asks a lot of questions like very quickly where she'll be like how was the rest of your day you're all set it in good all right here's what birdie's doing and like doesn't wait for a response uh and so she hangs out with birdie uh for the rest of the after the rest of the evening basically um while birdie eats dinner uh they watch a movie and um (laughs) He wants to watch Cinderella and this is this is the first time that Jonathan came in and I was like Jonathan's an asshole because yeah. he completely shuts down Birdie watching Cinderella. He's like, hey, I thought we said we weren't going to watch these kinds of things anymore. And so he, he's he also doesn't hug Birdie. He doesn't like show him any sort of like physical affection. Yeah. He just comes in as like, hey, sport, stop watching girl shit. <laughs> <laughs> essentially, yeah. <laughs> That's essentially the whole interaction between them. Um, and then he, like, talks to Lindsay a little bit, and he's like, hey, like, our friends are having a, um, like, 4th of July party. It's, like, June. 
Um, they're having a 4th of July party, and those are the people I'm going to introduce you to as, like, your art connection, because they, like, work, they, like, own an art gallery. Yeah, they're, like, uh, like, invest in an art gallery or something, they're, they're Yeah, they, like, own it, but, like, they don't actually do anything with it, they just own it to, because they're rich and they can. Uh, own it, yeah. <laughs> Essentially, um, yeah. And then, um, before he leaves, Jonathan winks at her, and Lindsay is like, can't believe you just winked at me, what a perv, and I'm like, dad's wink at people. <laughs> <laughs> dads, dads are out here winking right and she also notices that uh john F- so carol is like i'm going to dinner or like going to like a like a dinner party with friends and then when jonathan gets home he's like i'm going out but like he makes it sound like he's not going to the same dinner party as carol yeah yeah and so when we switch They're to clearly to jo- going two separate places yeah clearly going two separate places and when we get to georgie's perspective we actually hear the conversation between her parents where carol's like oh i'm going hang out with like the johnsons or whatever and he's like okay have fun and she's like isn't it kind of weird that you like aren't gonna come with me and he's like i don't give a fuck what it looks like i'm not going so have fun <laughs> <laughs> and so uh georgie is writing in her journal she thinks 22 is like the age to be she's like i can't wait to be 22 um she's oh, very baby. she's very insecure <laughs> oh baby guess what <laughs> still insecure oh yeah 20 it never stops 26 am i 26 i can't Seven? believe it <laughs> after 25 i'm just completely like i know i'm like there's like tweet where it's like i'm old enough like some days i'm 29 some days i'm like 20 26 but like i know i'm not 30 like yeah, i know yeah, yeah. i know that much I know I'm not 30. I know I haven't hit the big 3-0 yet. Yeah, so I don't quite know how old I am. I think I'm like 26. I'm trying to do math, but that's a lot right now. That's fair. <laughs> I respect that. And she also, like, she's simultaneously jealous of Lindsay for being pretty and 22, but she's also jealous of Birdie because he's five and he's weird. Um, she doesn't give a fuck. And I she's love doing whatever he wants to do. <laughs> I love this, where she's like, he's he was doing something, like, weird in public and she was like, you're so weird. And, you know, like, what's wrong with you? And she thought he was going to cry. And she was about to apologize. And he just smiles. And he's like, I guess I am weird. And then we're just like, do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> and my note was, would shit. die for Birdie. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, dude. Birdie's awesome. Just accept your weirdness, dog. <laughs> That's yeah. just the way it is. And she also is, she's such an asshole. Like, Georgie is such a jerk. She, like... She's 14. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're, like, her mom was... They were at, like, some party with her aunt, and her parents had been talking beforehand about her aunt, like, getting divorced. And so when her aunt <laughs> oh, yeah. didn't show up with her husband, she was like, are you getting divorced? And her mom was like... Like, her mom, like, scolded her, and she was like, you guys were talking about it behind her back. I asked her to her face. Like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, I don't see the problem here. I just wanted to find out. Her aunt was cool with it, but, like, yeah. she frames this as very much, like, a, you know, some things are, like, meant to be private. Like, Carol's like, yes. you just don't talk about some things. And I I get it. Like, you don't want to, like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't even see it as, like, a, you're not allowed to talk about divorce because it's, like, uncouth. It's just, like, have a little tact. What if her aunt, like, starts crying in the middle of dinner because she's sad about That's her true. divorce? Like, <laughs> tact, you, you, you gotta learn child. To, you gotta learn how to, uh, how to trade. Lindsay goes to a bonfire with Joanna. She's also insecure, but in a very... She's honestly insecure in a way that I didn't quite connect with. Uh, she just... <laughs> doubts herself. Is it? Yeah. It's like a wealth thing sometimes, but sometimes it's just like a body image. It, it just didn't... Yeah. I didn't quite get it. 
didn't resonate for me the same way that pretty that georgie did um <laughs> she also meets brian for the first time and brian is the 24 just want to put 24. that out there 24 year old man 24 he's he, how old is he there it is 24 yes two four um two four the 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 guy that that georgie has a crush on um he flirts with her despite the fact that earlier um georgie was upset because she saw him at the restaurant uh with his girlfriend or at least a girl he's dating kind of sleeping with um and so he's hitting on um Lindsay, and Lindsay's like not about this dude sorry and so then when she goes sit by joanna joanna is like oh the girl like she's like i think Lindsay's like oh he was hitting on me and georgie's like you know or not, I don't think she says that he was hitting on her, but like she mentions it, like she saw Brian with that girl, and Joanna gets really upset because Joanna yeah. is dating Brian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have like and, an on again, off again, like thing going on. Yeah, and uh, despite the fact that they're off again, that other girl is a whore. <laughs> she's Straight a up. local. She's a local, and she's a whore. Straight so up. that's that's where Joanna is. And sh- and she does tell like Lindsay does mention that you know she's like oh thank or Joanna's like thank you for telling me that he was dating that whore so I can confront him <laughs> while while Lindsay is at uh, the bonfire uh, Georgie just sneaks into her room and just snoops a bit yeah just looks through her <laughs> shit it's looks like, through her shit I get it come on Georgie you you want to know who this new person is she's not doing so it for that me, reason let me let me snoop through your stuff. She's not doing it for that reason. I don't think she's doing it for that reason. She's just being snoopy. Um, and uh, She wants to know what makes <clears throat> Lindsay tick so she can be her and be friends with her. So despite the fact that Joanna still very much wants to be in a relationship with Brian, uh, she's mad that he's kind of cheating on her. Um, Stepping and, out. And so she gets Lindsay to go with her to the parking lot and they key brian's car not to say he doesn't deserve it for reasons that are yet to be explained to you all but was kind of fucked up the key the shit out and so Lindsay's like this is not the vibe i don't want to be here um and so a dude (laughs) that she almost got run over by earlier in the day sees her like her bike like breaks um and so he offers her a ride home uh his name's dylan team dylan dylan he's a local big team dylan yeah, he's a local yeah. to the island, um, and he uh, asks for her number. And like when she gets in the car, he like she's like, "Ooh, doesn't remember that he almost hit me today because I was being stupid." And then uh, when he drops her off, he's like, "Hey, don't walk in the street anymore while using your phone." <laughs> and she's like, oh, "He remembered me." <laughs> yeah, he um, me. And then uh, when she goes inside, Jonathan is sitting on the stairs by the door. And she thinks that that is creepy, which, <laughs> yeah, again, didn't quite get it. It's his house. If he wants to sit on the stairs, he can. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if he wants to sit on the stairs menacingly, he can sit on the stairs menacingly. Not Team Jonathan, but kind of Team Jonathan. Not, yeah, just a little bit, half and half, really. Yeah, half and half, really. Yeah. So Georgie, the next day, she's kind of pissed off that like I guess Lindsay went to a party, uh, and so she just goes to work without saying goodbye to anyone it's like really early in the morning um <laughs> just being mad just being a and who comes to the cafe justin 
Oh, uh, Brian shows up. Yeah. 24-year-old Brian. 24-year-old Brian. And he specifically asks for Georgie. Yeah. Like, she's in the back uh, office doing her work. And her coworker's like, oh, dude was asking about you. Um, <clears throat> he remembers her today. He's like, oh, yeah, I remember giving you sailing lessons. Um, and he asks how old she is. Yeah. And my sweet yeah. baby angle, Georgie says she is 16, which she is which, not. She's, which doesn't make it any better. It doesn't. Jo- Brian's like, Justin, what would you do if you met a girl um, when yeah. you were 24 and you a- like you asked her how old – like she was cute. You asked her how old mm. she was because for some reason she doesn't look like a child. I've worked she at a high like school. 14-year-old. I've worked at a high school with black children who are like people regularly consider black children – like read re- black children as older than they are despite yeah. the fact that they very much look – their age um like children i've yet to meet a 14 year old Mm -hmm. who looks like a grown-ass adult you can tell yeah there's a certain aura there's a certain aura about them like all the makeup in the world cannot cover up being legitimately 14 14. (laughs) a child (laughs) (laughs) um um, I would run the other way. Yeah, you would say, "Hey," and then no. I would rethink my life choices because I'm like, "Wow, yeah, I can't believe." <laughs> You'd say, "What's wrong with you?" Would go to the eye doctor and you would say, "Hey, eye doctor, I saw a fourteen, a sixteen year old, and I thought that they were an adult, and I don't want to do that anymore. Give me better glasses." I need. Can Can you change my eyes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How much does eye surgery cost? Because <laughs> I would like to do it now. Yes. Uh, he he uh vaguely mentions uh i think she's like oh like she gets called out front to uh do some cleanup um because they're like short a weight person yeah <laughs> and so she overhears him talking with his friend uh whitney and whitney he she overhears him talking about his car being keyed he doesn't know who does it who did it um yeah. but he's pretty sure it's this local guy that he's got beef with and she's like wanting to hear more, but she she can't hear very well. And then Same. he leaves, and the next, and then her coworkers are like, "Hey, do you want to hang out after work?" Yeah, we're gonna be drinking and stuff. Um, hanging out. God, she. This is where Georgie like really resonated for me. Georgie resonated for me because Georgie makes me feel the same way as I feel when I look back on myself at her age. And I reflect on all the worst parts of who I was at that age. (laughs) Not just. Okay. It's not like, it's never like the fun things about who I was at that age. It's always the stuff that like, as a grown woman, makes me go, ugh. (laughs) Makes you cringe a little bit. Makes me cringe. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. After she sees Brian. She goes in the back office and there's a mirror in the room and she goes up to the mirror and she goes like, hey, I'm 16. I work here. Like she's doing that like <laughs> play acting. Like she wants to see what the words sound like coming out of her own mouth. Yeah. Um, You know, she's like acting it out. We're like, you know, she picked up her iced tea and lifted the straw to her lips, tilting her head downward and looking up at the mirror, batting her eyelids. No worries. She softly laughed at her reflection. <laughs> I'm around if you want to hang out. 
she liked the way the words sounded coming out of her mouth. And it was like, honey, (laughs) gross. She is 14 and she has the hots for Ryan. And then um, she goes to the country club that's on the island near them, um, their country club. And uh, Brian is being an asshole. Like, he's doing things that he's not supposed to do in the pool. <clears throat> and the lifeguard is like, hey, dude, don't do that. But, like, in a I work for rich people, I can only be so mean to them kind of way. Yeah. Uh, and Georgie, Georgie thinks this. There were no consequences for Brian. His type of charm worked on everyone, even other guys. He could get away with anything. My note there was, I hate it here. This is the worst. And it's fucked up because there's actually people like this that exist. Yep. Brian is a real person. He is an actual person. Yes. And it makes me sick. Yeah. It's gross. Like, every part of it is just like, ugh. Like. And so, uh, <clears throat> Lindsay has a big old crush on Dylan, the local boy. I didn't like that cough. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we start. Mike's throat is fine. 24-7. Except for, like, the two hours a day that we record this fucking podcast. Yeah. I understand. As soon as I'm around other people, my throat is like, close up? <laughs> you want me to not work? <laughs> yeah. Okay. In the middle of- Say less. In the middle of a panini? You want me to sound like you have a virus? <laughs> yeah, you know. <clears throat> God damn. In the middle of a panini. <laughs> so, Lindsay, Lindsay has a big old crush on uh, Dylan, this local guy. Dylan. Um, it's like immediately she's like all right because he's i'm 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 in here he's built different <laughs> he built different literally <laughs> yeah he's he's not like he like he he lives on martha's vineyard but he's a local and so he doesn't have you know like the the privilege the stink of privilege and that just like wafts up his nose and makes him think that his ass doesn't stink yeah like he he actually has a job that he like had to get himself um yeah he actually has things that he is working towards for himself yeah so uh dylan texts her um brian also somehow gets her number and texts her like the creepy fucking is um and she cannot tell brian to pound sand that he seems like the devil um honestly based (laughs) on mostly just cheating on his girlfriend um because brian's family is uh brian is a fitzgerald and the Fitzgeralds, his parents, are the couple that own the art gallery that Lindsay is hoping to get a job at when the summer is over. He <clears> is <throat> the son of the people that Jonathan wants her to meet. Yeah. So she can't tell him that you suck, dude, and give me bad vibes because then he will right pro- ruin her chance. Not rightfully, but like definitely he's vindictive enough definitely. to try and ruin her life. Um, oh, a thousand percent. Uh, so she just hangs out with Birdie, takes him to tennis. Um, Birdie is adorable. More Birdie. Team Birdie. Um, I'll read a book about Birdie in a heartbeat. And she's already feeling guilty about keying Brian's car. Uh, Joanna, <laughs> because Joanna is very privileged, is not <laughs> at all. Joanna doesn't give a fuck. She doesn't care at all. And she finds out that uh, she's like, Joanna's like, I don't, I don't care, mostly because I'm, she doesn't say it because I'm rich, but like she doesn't care because consequences don't exist for her. Um, but also yeah. because turns out that the the local that Brian already has beef with is Dylan, 
And turns out, yep, turns out to be Dylan. So she, so Lindsay's got like double guilt because she keyed his car, and also, uh, she, the guy that she likes, <laughs> is gonna get blamed for it. Um, yeah, he's gonna get blamed for keying uh, Brian's car. Yeah, so she, uh, she plays uh, a game like they go to like country club every afternoon. And they play in the water, and she's playing a game with uh, Birdie, and Jonathan's kind of a dick about it, where he's like, mm, looks like you're having too much fun, and that's for girls. That's <coughs> <laughs> for girls. You need to stop that. <laughs> um, and then uh, when Carol, when, so they're like, <laughs> so when they, uh, they're going to have lunch together, and uh, Georgie's meeting them after work. And so when Georgie gets there, she's wearing her, like, work uniform, which is, like, some cut-off shorts and her work t-shirt. And they're at the country club. And so when she gets there, Carol is like, hey, Georgie, um, do you want to change into your not that? Uh, <laughs> into your not that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> she. Um, into your anything but that. Yeah. So she like, so Georgie's like, fine, mom, I'll do it. Like, ugh, you're the worst. Um, and she goes and she changes into a. uh she changes into like a cover up, but she's got like a, a swimsuit underneath it we can't see. Um, yeah. And Lindsay's kind of like seeing that like Jonathan nitpicks Birdie, Carol kind of nitpicks Georgie. Um, and then uh, after they have lunch, um, oh, what was also funny is that they're they're ordering lunch, and Carol goes up to the window and she asks for a salad and a cheeseburger. And Lindsay doesn't know which one to like what to order because she's not sure if Carol <laughs> ordered the salad or the cheeseburger. And she doesn't want to be like, <clears throat> you know, she doesn't want to be judged. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the food arrives. Guess who gets the salad? Birdie. Birdie gets the salad. And Carol, she deconstructs the cheeseburger, but she eats the cheeseburger. <clears throat> yeah. And so, uh. Carol and Jonathan leave to go do adult things and Georgie stays and hangs out and she takes off her cover up and she's wearing like a string bikini. Not something I want to see a 14 year old in. <clears throat> not interested. Yeah. Um, not interested. And she talks about Brian. <laughs> so Georgie is like, you know, I kind of have a guy thing going on and Lindsay's like, oh, tell me more. Um, Gross. <laughs> and Georgie's like he's a little too old for me like maybe not in a few years but like maybe just a little bit I don't know I really like him and Lindsay's like you know how old is he and he's 24 um, <clears throat> and she can kind of tell that Lindsay is like making a face like yikes <laughs> yeah as anyone would. <clears throat> yeah as anyone except a 14 year old would and yeah <laughs> <laughs> Georgie gets really defensive um and she says you know i i think you're i i get it i guess you're right you know he may be a little bit too old um and Lindsay, i think actually Lindsay says that because she's still trying to like play both sides but she's like maybe in a few years he won't be too old for you but like maybe like right now you should chill yeah. um you, sh you should not pursue that right now give it a second yeah she's like and georgie's like okay i guess you're right like it's not the right time um <laughs> gagged so hard um <laughs> and when we get to uh georgie's perspective the interaction with her mom is a lot more aggressive where her mom is like <laughs> like you know are you gonna change georgina and then the other one it was just like yeah. hey you're gonna put on different clothes 
Yeah. But then it also says that <laughs> Georgie wore the uh the work clothes on purpose. Yeah. Just to fuck with her mom, but also in hopes of like someone else being there, like Catherine or Brian being there. Yeah. Catherine's her uh her school friend who's like being too old for her. Um Yeah. And so uh she talks with we get to see that and then we get to see like kind of her her conversation with um with with Lindsay and when she goes home she writes in her uh journal not her diary because diaries are it's it's too juvenile um she writes in her journal just because Brian is older than me doesn't mean we aren't right for each other uh oh. Lindsay had been dismissive as the age difference made their relationship impossible if two people were meant to be together, then they would be. That's what all the magazines said. How was this any different? And all of my notes where I was like, <laughs> Lindsay had been dismissive as though the age made the different, like the reason impossible. And I was like, it makes it illegal, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it makes it not okay. <laughs> and then, you know, oh, that's what all the magazines said. And I was like, no, they, they're not talking about a 14-year-old and a 24-year-old, actually. They're talking about two adults. <laughs> Yeah, two adults. Or two teenagers, you know? Maybe you're reading Seventeen Magazine. But Seventeen Magazine is not like, oh, yeah, go hop on that 24-year-old dick. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I hated that. (laughs) (laughs) I hated that. (laughs) But that's, like, uh, just she just, like, immediately is just like, Lindsay's wrong. Me and Brian are right for each other. (laughs) Yeah, as any 14-year-old would do. (sighs) I'm so glad that I didn't actually know, like... I'm so glad that I was unpopular and boys didn't like me. Like, I'm glad. Sometimes I am glad that I am the black girl who went to a school with mostly white boys who weren't into black girls. (laughs) Because it probably saved me from so much bullshit. Yeah, probably. Like, rescued me. The universe was like, you don't deserve this. You got enough shit going on (laughs) in your life that you don't need shitty boys on top of it as well. Look at the universe working for us. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, Dylan asks Lindsay on a date. Um, Joanna is like, hey, I know what he's being blamed for Brian's car being keyed, but totally do it. <laughs> totally go for it. Um, Joanna and Brian are back on also. And um, turns out that it's fine that his car got keyed because um, – Brian went with a bunch of friends to Dylan's house, and they beat his car with baseball bats. <laughs> yeah, they just beat the shit out of his car. <clears throat> yeah. And so uh, they have to go on a walking date, because his car is in the Which, shop. Which, I mean, it's still nice. It was a nice date. It was a nice, like, chill, low-key date. I think they, like, went to get food real quick, and then they went and, like, hung out on the beach and made out a little bit. Yeah. Um, And... <sighs> Dylan is resigned. Like, Dylan is very much, like, like she's like, oh, no, that, like, really sucks that, like, your car got beat with baseball bats by a bunch of rich assholes. And he's like, hey, (laughs) it's the way of Martha's Vineyard. Like, there's always going to be rich dudes who suck. Yeah. He's kind of just like, yeah, I'm used to to this life at this point in time. Yeah. Team Dylan. Team Dylan. Um... She also is, like, having in a weird situation where, like, Joanna's like, oh, yeah, I'm, like, Joanna's like, I'm back with Brian. Like, everything's, like, worked out. Like, he's, that whore left, so it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. 
That's not me saying that. Like that is that is Joanna. I would never. I know it just caught me off guard. <laughs> uh, and she, uh, she's talking with Joanna. And she's like, "Oh, that's like super great for you." She felt her throat tighten up. She couldn't tell Joanna now that Brian had texted her or that Georgie had a crush on him. And my note was, I wouldn't have told my friend that a fourteen-year-old had a crush on her twenty-four-year-old boyfriend anyway. Yeah. She's 14. Who cares? Like, hey, did you know that, like, (laughs) she's... Do you know that the kid I'm babysitting uh, has a crush on your boyfriend? Like, yeah, they often do. What? Yeah. Ugh. Um, (laughs) Georgie watches Lindsay go on her date. Uh, This is very, like, I'm just, like, going through it. Because it's so... (laughs) It's not really interesting at all. Yeah, it's literally just not interesting. It's just like snippets, like snippets of like things. Um, yeah. So Georgie watches Lindsay go on her date. Um, I think she breaks into her room again and tries on her dress. Yeah, she does. Because um, she's a weirdo. She's a weird 14-year-old kid. Yeah. Very odd. Um, Brian visits her at work often. Like a fucking creep. Um he just talks to her while he waits for his food. Um, and then Georgie hangs out with her coworkers after, and they give her a beer. <laughs> and she she makes an excuse to leave really abruptly uh, when she overhears that uh, Brian and Joanna are back together because it breaks her little heart. Oh. <laughs> I, mean, I was like, oh. Poor Georgie. Poor Georgie. Oh, no. Don't go near any uh, gutters. I just, I just made the connection. That <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Shut your goddamn uh, <laughs> This The whole time I was reading this, I was like, hiya, Georgie. I just had that thought. I wish I had, like, the whole time just been like, hiya, Georgie. Uh, <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> uh, Lindsay goes on another date with Dylan. Um, she sleeps with him. The hussy. Um <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> She's not a hussy. Yeah, so they sleep together, but they didn't have. I mean, they didn't. They didn't describe. Yeah, it's sex. not that kind of book. It was just like, yeah, I, I thought it was at first, and nope, then I got that. I was it. I wished it would have been because where it goes does not make me happy. Um, no, but it seems yeah. like it's like nice. It's like we get like a little like snippet of it, um, and. You know, like, it, it it doesn't seem like Dylan's bad at sex. So, like, good for him. Um, team Dylan. <laughs> Killing it. Uh, Dylan just constantly yeah, Dylan gets better. Yeah, Dylan is just the best. Uh, she calls Rose to be like, ah, I like this guy. Uh, and then she's like, oh, so Joanna doesn't suck. And Rose is like, disagree. <laughs> she's like, I agree with you on everything else except yeah. that. Um, so on the same day, I think, time is very weird in this book um god knows she uh georgie goes to i think she just like she has a day off work so she just like hangs out by herself um and then she goes and she meets Lindsay and birdie at the beach club um very weird uh interaction where um (laughs) Lindsay is like hey i have to go to the bathroom can you watch birdie uh and georgie gets very offended or she's like how dare you because she's like (laughs) she it's 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 i don't know exactly what she's upset about but it seems like she's mad that like 
or she's like she's like oh you know i was upset that like Lindsay um felt the need to like ask me like i couldn't handle it and it's like no she asked you because you're 14 and she you might not want to watch your little brother like she didn't do it because she didn't trust you she did it because you're entitled (laughs) you're uh, 14 yeah (laughs) because you're entitled um and so she she leaves birdie she's like with like another nanny or something in the water yeah birdie's like doing living Living his his best best life life, having having a great time uh and so she over like she she walks to go get like a snack from like the little cabana or whatever and she overhears Lindsay talking to someone like really angrily and she realizes that Lindsay's talking to brian and so then she starts feeling really betrayed um (laughs) and she tries to uh confront Lindsay in a very 14 year old way um (laughs) <laughs> or like Lindsay comes back like uh, like she sees Lindsay start to come back and then Lindsay like like flustered and then Lindsay realizes that she actually did have to go to the bathroom and so Lindsay has to like walk back <laughs> to the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> yeah like walks past Brian after she yeah. just <laughs> yelled at him to get uh, to the bathroom and so then um when she does come back Georgie just like super casually is just like ah so you like know Brian um <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so, so you know brian huh yeah you know him like uh, you know him and Lindsay's like barely like i just met him like recently uh and she's like you know Lindsay wasn't giving her much she thought that she and Lindsay were friends and it's just like yeah but like he's 24 and you're 14 she you're 14 <laughs> <laughs> um and so then she's kind of like oh you know he's the same dude that i told you about um, which Lindsay already knows. Like Lindsay's already aware that Brian has yeah. been hitting on this fourteen-year-old, um, and yeah. Lindsay's just like, "Yeah, thought so." Um, and she tries to like get Lindsay to tell her like what they were talking about, and Lindsay's like, "Weren't talking about anything." <laughs> um, and she's like, "You know, like yeah, like." And Li- Lindsay kind of like gets a little pissed off, and she's like, "Look, I, I, I get it. Like, I know that like." I believe you when you say that he was flirting with you, but he's too old for you. Like, he shouldn't be doing that. Because he's 24! (laughs) Because he's a grown man. He's a grown man. Like, he should not be doing that. And Georgie's like... Yeah, Georgie's like, this bitch. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't think he's too old. Yeah, and so, Lindsay, like, is like, Birdie, let's go. We're out of here. I don't want to be here anymore. (laughs) Um, And so... She just decides to stay on the beach, being pissed off. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Brian comes by just to block her sunlight. Just to once again. Yeah, just to weird. say hello. Um, and she thinks to herself, like, he just says hi, and then he leaves. Um, and, you know, she thinks to herself, Lindsay was wrong. Brian was too old for her now. And maybe he did have a girlfriend. But there was something there. There was something <laughs> there between them. Yeah. I was right. There was uh, a spark. And she went to her room and shut the door, writing it all down in her journal so she would never forget forget how good it felt. And I was like, Ugh. Um. <clears throat> and then we find out, switches to Lindsay, and we find out what uh, she was talking about with Brian. Um, she thinks Georgie is dramatic and moody, which she totally is. Um, and Brian had seen her on her date with Dylan. And so he's confronting her about 
her date with Dylan, where he's like, oh, you're just, like, slumming it with locals now? And it's like, yeah, I not. <laughs> I literally met you <laughs> like, three days none ago. None of your business. And um, he says, he says, I guess that makes sense because you're like, you know, you're just the nanny. Like, I guess it would make sense for you to be dating locals. Yeah, no, they, they call oh, it townies. Gross. <laughs> Which is like, mm, not uh, okay. So he's like, you know, you're just the nanny. And she's just like, she kind of feels offended where she's like, I'm not good enough for this rich person and I want that life. Um, but then he goes, Georgie, on the other hand. And Lindsay's like, fuck, like, what, huh? What? And she's just like, stay away f- from Georgie. She's <laughs> a child. <laughs> Uh, you know, he's like, she's like, she gets Stop upset, it. like she gets mad. She's like, you know, stay away from Georgie. Yeah, because stay it's away from weird. Dylan. And she goes to like get away from him, and he's like, oh, hey, hey, I was just joking, okay? Like, it's just a joke. It was just you a joke. Joking, sir. Um, and she's just like, you're. A, she you're brushes a him off, and she's like, fuck that guy. Um, and. <sighs> She realizes, like, Georgie, like, saw their, like, must have, like, seen, like, at least part of their interaction. Because Georgie's being a bitch about it. (laughs) As we saw. (laughs) Georgie's being a 14-year-old in (laughs) love. Um, And so she goes to, she goes home with Birdie. And then uh, later that night, um, Birdie has, like, a butterfly in a cocoon. Um, And so he, he calls her upstairs and he's like, hey um you know my (laughs) my butterfly hatched (laughs) and they go up there and he touches the little butterfly with his pinky finger um (laughs) and it just falls down it's so sad just falls on falls on the the cage floor and Lindsay's like it's "It's fine don't worry you can't you can't touch you can't touch your, your butterfly ocean um Ocean. You know, Birdie, like, he's like, I get it. Like, I understand. Like, he's five years old. And he's like, look, you've just taught me something important. I get it. I understand. Um, <clears throat> what, what we didn't see was in the <laughs> corner. It said Birdie will remember that. <laughs> Birdie will remember this. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, uh, it says, like, Birdie nodded obediently. And then, like, narrator comes in. The narrator's just like, Birdie understood. <laughs> 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 um. So she, she like, tries to distract Birdie a little bit. Um, And she just is feeling, like, a lot of weird stuff's happening with, like, Brian and Joanna, Brian and Georgie, Brian and Lindsay, like, and she doesn't really feel like she has anyone to talk to about it. Like, she just feels very alone. Um, Yeah. And then it's the 4th of July party. Um, Party. Party on Martha's Vineyard. Um. You, what you couldn't see was me and Justin doing peace signs and waving them around. <laughs> Party. Party. Um, the Deckers uh, are going to Brian's family's party, the Fitzgeralds'. Um, apparently the parade comes to... Uh, there's like a parade. Like The parade comes like by their house, so they just watch it from their lawn. Do you feel yeah. weird... Um, reading about parades yes. in in books or hearing people talk about parades had uh, have no, you ever been really. to a parade not in new orleans they suck no 
Oh, well. New Orleans <laughs> ruined parades for me everywhere else. Because we do it big. It's we do it different. so we boring. Build different. You don't even get, Literally. like, gifts. You just watch. What? Oh, yeah, They don't throw anything. Mean. You just watch. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense. So, like, like the... Like the Macy Day Parade and stuff like that. Obviously, I mean, they're not going to be throwing Even that's boring. Stuff. What do I want to just watch for? Like, I don't need to be there. <laughs> I don't need... I just yeah. watch on TV. It's fine. Um, so she... Uh, this is uh, Georgie's perspective. And um, Georgie's wearing a, an outfit that her mom's going to hate. Carol does. Her shirzies. Um <laughs> Fun fact, Carol does Carol just dresses it. very conservatively. Or, like, relatively conservatively. Like, wasp momish. Um, so she's excited to get to see Brian at this party. Um, and when they get there, she realizes that she's the only one her age there. Like her friend's mom, like Catherine's mom comes up to her and she's like, oh yeah, I couldn't get the kids to come at all. Like, why are you here? This is boring. Um, (laughs) it's like all adults and then like kids birdies age, like all adults and children, no like teenagers. Um, (laughs) so she's like basically alone. Um, and then Brian comes up to her because that man's got a pedophilic honing beacon for children. <laughs> he he's he is the actual yeah. worst. Uh, he asks her about Lindsay because Brian is a jerk and he knows that she's insecure about Lindsay. Um, and he brings her to the kitchen and he's like, hey, do you want a drink? And he makes her a vodka lemonade. And he does one of the worst things ever. Like this, it's, this is not, okay. I don't want to say that this is like the worst thing Brian did in the book. Because obviously it's not. Obviously not. At this point in the book, (laughs) worst thing he had done. Worse than beating a dude's car with baseball bats. He makes her a drink. He grabs ice from the freezer with his hands. Puts it raw dogs on ice. (laughs) (laughs) He raw dogs that fucking ice. He adds a few inches of vodka and then a splash of lemonade on top. And then he stirs it with his bare finger. I have no words. I want you, I, when you edit this, I want you to leave in the silence <laughs> of me just fuming about him stirring that drink with his bare ass hand. That's so gross. Disgusting. Would have grossed Georgie out normally, but it made her excited to see him doing something so impolite, unpolished. It says something raw, which is really funny. <laughs> yeah, that's right, baby. <laughs> Such as raw Not only was it disgusting, what it made me think of was, oh God, he's got roofie stuff on his finger. Like he just had like raw roofie in his pocket, took his hand and then just <laughs> <laughs> st- <laughs> and he s- stirred it. Imagine, imagine if he would have put his whole hand in there. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he, like, he like just stirred it with his entire hand and like yeah. pulled the ice out. <laughs> it's like it's cold enough. There you go. <laughs> That's how they make fancy drinks: is they make it over ice and then they and and then they they pour that like they pour it with a strainer so that you don't get the ice. Yeah. That's what he did with his hand. <laughs> he just he just used his hand. He he said he said the uh, the sweat makes it taste better. Uh, <laughs> he's also like making subtle jazz jabs that like. Me, as an adult, mm. I can understand that it's him needling her, where he says things like, you know, don't tell yeah. anyone about me giving you an alcoholic beverage. I remember what it was like to be your age. It's our secret. Ugh. And George, <laughs> George is I like, mean, what do you mean by my age? Like, in her head, she's like, we're the same, we're the same. Like, I'm 14, but like, we're the same, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 14, but we, we, we the same age. Um... <laughs> We can be together. <clears throat> so he um, also don't like. I'm gonna tell my my kids. Um, I I saw something in like maybe like a parenting blog or something, but like someone was like, you don't like don't teach your kids. Like it's really like you should teach your kids like we don't keep secrets. Um. Yeah. But like it's better to tell kids that it's not that you don't keep like you don't like if someone comes up to you and's like oh we keep this a secret like no 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 no. Adults can have surprises with you. Like an adult can say, don't tell your mom because it's going to be a surprise, which means mom is going to find out about it. But like if an adult is like, this is a secret to be like, no, 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 no. We don't do secrets. We do surprises. Because there are situations where you do want a kid to keep a secret because it's a surprise. Like you don't want to teach them like, like there's no secrets ever. But like when they're super young and like don't have that like frame of the ability to discern what a good secret is. Or, like, what it's okay to keep secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like, you do surprises. Um, <clears throat> so I plan to utilize that. Yeah. Like so that. don't keep, don't tell kids to keep secrets. You're a creep. Um, <laughs> and uh, so after he makes her the drink and stirs it with his finger, <clears throat> red flag. <clears throat> Gross. Uh, she thinks he, he gets real close to kissing her. Also keep this silence in, because I want to remind you guys <laughs> that he is 24, and he thinks she's 16. Just yeah. horrific. Um, and as, Still as he's about good. to kiss her, they hear a loud crash, and they go out into the hallway, and uh, Jonathan, her dad, has, like, broken a vase in the hallway. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And he's being weird, and she notices that the light, like, he's, like, in the hallway next to a hall bathroom. And she notices that there's someone's in the bathroom. And so she's like, hmm, weird. Uh, and so Brian is like, oh, let me help you, like, carry this broken vase pieces. And so Georgie stands by the bathroom. And uh, after she waits a few minutes, Lindsay comes out. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, disheveled. disheveled. Um, and Jonathan was really suspicious before this. He was like, oh, I just tripped. Oh, rah, rah, rah. Uh, and then and then Lindsay comes out and she's also acting pretty suspicious and like real cagey but she's like oh I was just using the bathroom but I gotta go and runs <clears throat> runs off Bye. Uh, and uh, so then she goes back outside and she's sitting by the pool by herself because the party is adults and children um, and she's drinking her lemonade and like kind of feeling cool because she's like none of the adults know that I'm drinking alcohol um <laughs> <laughs> I'm so <Yeah>. bad. 
And then uh, <laughs> Brian comes over and he's like, oh, you remember Joanna, right? My girlfriend? Because he's the worst. He's the actual worst. <clears throat> um, Literally the worst character. In the yeah, movie. like he comes over when she's like mid-bite on a burger, like juice is dripping down her chin. Um, falling on her shorts. <laughs> like she's a mess. And he's like, that's it. She's going He's in like, on this that's burger. it. That's the moment. He comes over with Joanna, and Joanna's talking to her like a toddler. Where she's like, "Oh, you're so grown up. You're so cute." And she's like, "I hate you." Yeah. <clears throat> I hate it here. I hate it here. Um, and they they leave her alone, and they go talk with uh, Lindsay and stuff because they're all the same age. And uh, for several years after that, Georgie's drink of choice would be a vodka lemonade, and it would make her think of moments that almost happened, but instead dissolved into a lonely reflection on the surface of a chlorine pool. So he just gave her trauma. That's what that is. Yeah. <clears throat> so we get the party from Lindsay's perspective. Because um, everything's like back and forth. Uh, so yeah. she kind of dresses up a little bit because she knows she's going to be introduced at the party. But then she like has to go change because she dressed up a little bit too much. Um, the Deckers don't immediately introduce her to the Fitzgeralds. Which she's like, ah, shit, they forgot. And I can't remind them because it's rude. Um, <clears throat> I don't want to see. Yeah, too so she sees yeah. Brian leading Georgie inside to be disgusting. It makes yes, ooh, it makes me so is. mad. Um, and she tries to like intercept them. Were you gonna say something? Oh yeah, I was. I was just. I hated every scene yeah. of Brian. The worst. <laughs> um, every scene he was. So in. she goes to intercept them, but then uh, Jonathan comes up behind her and. I don't think he does anything that is. He, uh, I think he like places his hand on the small. Of the yes. Which like is a creepy guy thing, but is it's, it's so weird. Cause it's like a thing guys do. Yeah. And it is creepy, but it's not like this guy specifically is a creep. Yeah, but I mean, he did kind of like come up on her in a hallway and <laughs> was like... Yeah, if you're listening to this and you're a dude and you touch the small of women's backs when you're like passing by them, stop that. There's no reason for it. Uh, Last year we were at a parade and I'm standing there with... Where, did you go to that parade with us? I don't think you did. Um, uh, it, was, it was Crudita and so we're at the parade and we're standing on the sidewalk Crudita. and there's like... Like, sometimes, like, when you're at parades, like, the, the walkway behind, like, where people are standing is very small. But it was, like, a yeah. full sidewalk behind us. Um, yeah, it was, like, you don't have to yeah. get this close. Not only that, but I was standing with my husband um, and I think Lucas, Nick, and Kristoff. So I was with four dudes. And I'm standing, like, kind of in the yeah. middle of them. And a dude came up behind us. One, too close, considering all the, like, sidewalk space he had. But then he, like, touched the small of my back. Yeah. And I, like, turned and, like, looked at him and I was, like, obviously, like, he hadn't done that to, like, any of the dudes that I was standing with. Like, you just singularly, like, singled me out to touch me because you're a creep. Fellas, let's let's do better. It it made me very upset. Because it's, like... Sometimes I'm like, like I'm in a group with like people, but like for me to be in a group, like in the middle 
of a line of four of four men and one you don't need to be yeah. that close to me and two you very clearly didn't touch any of the dudes i was with the other four guys he, like, yeah. sometimes we'll be like oh i'm just saying like excuse me because i'm getting by like you don't need to be that like we're not at a we're not like at like the club yeah, you can you you can use your words. You can be like, "Hey, didn't even me. need to say excuse me because there was like five feet of sidewalk." A, a sidewalk. <laughs> There's just a full sidewalk. I just think about that, like that. Ugh, it, it was the most pervasive time that like a man has like randomly touched my person without needing to. Yeah. So Brian, yeah, so okay, I get it. I understand, Lindsay. Brian's yeah, that guy. Brian's that guy. Brian's like, oh, let me touch your whole face. <laughs> um, he's, <clears throat> he's, <laughs> let me move you real quick. It's just I gotta get past. Uh, <laughs> so she so she gets skeeved out by Jonathan and so she quickly like runs like she she takes a quick step back that causes Jonathan to take a quick step back and the vase falls and she like ducks into the bathroom. Um <clears throat> Yeah. And so when she comes out uh and sees Georgie, she like, you know, makes her little like, oh nope, sorry, that was dad pee real bad. Oop, gotta get out there. <clears throat> um and so she goes to eat lunch with uh birdie and um brian comes up to them again and talks to them <sighs> the one time that birdie was not great is that brian walks away and birdie is like i kind of like him he seems cool and i was like Mm-mm. not birdie too um <clears throat> no birdie you can't do this birdie. and brian apologizes uh, for what he said about Georgie, he was like, that was inappropriate. Shouldn't have said that. Shouldn't be hitting on her or giving her vodka. He didn't say all that. He just apologized for what he said to Lindsay, where he was like, hey, maybe I'll hit on Georgie. Um, <clears throat> and then toward the end of the night, uh, the the Deckers introduce her to Brian's parents. And the, her, her parent, his parents are like, oh, cool. This is great. Yeah, you can be. Um, we'll have a meeting. Uh, and it's. Yeah, air, air quotes. Yeah, because it's know. not like a, an interview. It's just like a you have a job now. <clears throat> yeah, it's like nepotism. Hooray! <clears throat> uh, Hooray! <clears throat> so a week goes by, and Georgie's like completely space cadet about Brian. Um, <laughs> just like, oh, does he like me? Do you think he likes my dress? Blah 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 blah. Um, her coworkers talk to her about her boy troubles. She doesn't tell her coworkers that he's twenty four, um, so they don't have the opportunity to be like gross. Of course, um, gross. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she hangs out with them after work, um, and they're like, "Oh yeah, go for it! Like go, like get that dude." Um, and so then she's like, "Ah, oh, awesome!" And so she goes to the bathroom, and when she's coming back, she overhears her co. <clears throat> yeah, she overhears her coworkers. Um, talking like assholes this is a very asshole thing to do wait until she leaves um <clears throat> not just like leaves to go to the bathroom but like leaves entirely because her co-workers uh basically say that the reason georgie got her job at the cafe is because her mom went there beforehand or called this cafe owner and was like hey my daughter needs a job can you give her something to do um and also her mom was yeah. like to the kids who work at the cafe were like hey my daughter doesn't have any friends um take some pity on her and give her like friendship and so <clears throat> yeah which is fucked yeah up. so she makes a quick excuse to leave um and when she goes she starts crying on her walk home very sad and 
uh, Lindsay is actually a great nanny because uh, Georgie comes inside and she's obviously crying. And Lindsay says something to the effect of Georgie or she's like, um, hey, go. I need like I have a recipe I'm making later or an experiment I'm doing later where I need like a bunch of grass. Uh, can you go find me uh, like 15 of the largest blades of grass that you can? And Birdie is five. So he's like, this sounds I'm on it. I'm on it. This is my mission. <laughs> doesn't doesn't <laughs> question it. it. I'm on he it. Just does. Um, and she, you know, Lindsay. Or I don't think she actually asked Georgie why she's upset, but she just knows she's upset, and that she kind of doesn't want to talk about it. And so she's like, "Hey, uh, after Birdie goes to bed, do you want to like go get yeah. ice cream with me? Like, let's hang out." Um, and have a little girl's night. And um, Georgie spends the rest of the evening kind of like by herself. Um. And I think she like writes, um, in her diary, in her journal, <laughs> not her diary, juvenile, um, you know, that she's like mad at her mom <laughs> and, you know, she's like, I-, I wish I could be an adult right now. And so she goes and she confronts her mom. Um, and she basically tells her mom, she's like, you know, I can't believe like you got me my job. Like I thought I got it myself and that you also told them to hang out with me. Like that makes me feel like a loser. And Carol is basically like, look, I didn't care if you had a job or not. Like, if you wanted to stay home over the summer and just fuck around, that was fine with me. Your dad said you need to get a job. Yeah. And she doesn't, like, say this. Like, her mom is like, your dad kind of wishes you guys were at boarding school. Um, and I'm the reason, like, you're, you get to stay home this summer. And, like, I did that for you. Like, you're 14. It's not going to be easy for you to just get a job. So I did that for you. Um, and, yeah. you know, she's like, but you humiliated me with my coworkers. And Carol's like, I'm sorry. You just seem kind of lonely. Um, I wanted to make sure you had a good experience. Um, and Georgie goes, uh, maybe I wouldn't be so lonely if you weren't such a bitch. And then she leaves the room. Yep. And then she exits stage, <laughs> stage left stage immediately. Left. <laughs> um, she's gone. And so they go out to get ice cream. She goes out to get ice cream with uh, Lindsay. And Lindsay is kind of like, I also hated being a teenager. I also had a hard time, like, with friendships. And I used to fight with my mom all the time. Because um, I, I think she, like, heard the fight. And, you know, she's like, I, I get it. Like, I, I, I understand. Um, and so they go. Yeah. They go to the ice cream shop. And as they're getting, um, as they're waiting for their ice cream. Uh, across the street uh, was a bar uh, and Georgie looks across the street and she sees her father at that bar with another woman. Um, and this line like hit my soul. Suddenly she understood if only for a second who her father was. She regretted what she'd said to her mother because just then she saw him. She saw who he was. And it kind of just uh, takes off the the rose colored glasses about her dad. Yeah, the the glasses kind of shatter for her, and she's like, "I see why my mother is yeah. the way she is." And that like, it's it that she like, and it's I think it, it's it's when she starts to like kind of realize that like her mom is not the bad guy because like we also get snippets of things like with her string bikini um 
where Lindsay's like, oh, I bet her mom doesn't know that she has that. And her mom actually does know that she has that because Georgie went to her mom before the summer and she was like, when they went shopping for like summer clothes, um, and she was like, hey, mom, I want to get this string bikini. And her mom was like, that's not appropriate. Um, you can get this other she thing. Said, no. Um, and so she goes to, when she goes home, she goes into her dad's office and she's like, can I have the credit card? Mom won't let me buy a bikini. And that's what all my friends are wearing. And like, I'm going to look like a loser. And he gives her the credit card. He's like, oh, okay. Like, I get it. And so (laughs) he's like, sure. And so then the bikini comes and Carol is like, like, she like storms into his office and she's like, is this what you want your daughter wearing? Like, fine. I guess I have to be the fucking bad guy. Take the fucking, like, take the fucking bathing suit. It's fine. And. And Georgie's just like, wow, mom's a bitch. And it's just like, well, no, mom's a mom. Like, yeah. it's not appropriate for you to be wearing a string bikini. Yeah, and it turned out <laughs> Jonathan did it just to piss yeah, off Carol. He's, like, he does, he's being an asshole. He just, he just does things to make Carol angry. Yeah. <laughs> like, Ugh, so. But when, when she saw him, that was like, when we officially got the, uh. Yeah. The verdict that he's an asshole. Yeah. Um, oh, I just hit my, my microphone. Um, so then Lindsay tells uh, her friend Rose about her job, and Rose is like, "Hey, maybe I want to visit for a couple days." And Lindsay, Lindsay's basically just like, "Eh, don't like. I don't think Carol would like it." But mostly, she just like doesn't want Rose to come because Rose is a little bit judgmental about her yeah. friendships with like Joanna, um, and also yeah. Brian because he's is an asshole. Um, <clears throat> she still dating dylan um but she's like not sure if he fits into her future because she's like he's a townie um he lives on martha's vineyard and i'm going to boston like you know like i don't think that this is like a long-term thing um and then she talks with carol about um georgie hating her well carol was kind of like sucks that my daughter hates me when like i'm literally doing the best i can and my husband sucks um and so that's kind of like what precipitates Lindsay, like asking um, Georgie, like we're talking to Georgie, but like, Hey, I get it. Like hating your mom and stuff like that. Like I was there too. Um, when they're at the coffee, sh- the ice cream shop, they run into Brian's friend, Whitney and Whitney's like, Hey, I saw you key Brian's car with Joanna. And maybe I will tell him. He kind of like starts trying like blackmail her, and she just like acts like. Yeah, he's like trying to. Blackmail yeah, and she's her. like, "I have no idea what you're talking about. Makes no sense to me. Bye. I'm here with someone else." <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and uh, she goes to Joanna the next day, and she's like, "Hey, Whitney just like confronted me, and he knows that we did it." And Joanna's like, "Bitch, who cares? <laughs> I'm perfect, <laughs> and consequences do not exist for me. I'm, I'm rich." rich. I don't what's, care. I don't have your poor people. What's problems. Brian gonna do? I have a vagina. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so then she goes to <laughs> at the beginning of the chapter. Um, bef- like when she's telling like Rose about her job. Uh, she started telling like Rose about her life on the island and hanging out with Joanna and how she thought Brian was a bad guy. That, but that maybe he wasn't after all. And I was like, based on what? No. Yeah. What what has he sh- what has he shown you that makes him not a bad guy? He apologized because he made a uh a Yeah, he apologized for <laughs> like, saying something that like he shouldn't say as a grown ass man. I, yeah. 
still an asshole because like why would you even make that joke still hate him um so she just she just still gaslights herself him. basically and she's just like eh, maybe it's not that bad yeah um so <laughs> over the next bad. few weeks georgie is just like avoiding her co-workers because she's embarrassed um and she tries to also like make it so that she's like not in the cafe when she knows brian is going to be there um and Lindsay's starting to feel like her only friend which ups and downs with this child because sometimes she's like she just full-on hates Lindsay and doesn't trust her um yeah. <clears throat> so her friend Catherine invites her over uh, to a sleepover um <laughs> which it, it's not i don't like i didn't like this scene um her friends the scene was her friends terrible. talk about sex i know that they do it i know i was 14 i talked about sex but like i'm an adult now it i know it, but i don't want to it makes I don't me read it um i'm a grown man yeah I don't so then read uh they invite some boys over so glad that i didn't have friends like i had friends who had parents who were just as strict as i was there was no way we were ever going to invite boys over and also all the boys we knew sucked and didn't like us um <clears throat> They place spin the bottle in the hot tub with an empty bottle, which physics of that confuses me. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's like a, some sort of bottle that was heavy, that was light enough yeah, to float, Yeah, and they were spinning it, and she uh, kisses a dude, and it's nasty, and he puts his, he puts her hand on his dick a little bit. It me. It uncomfortable. Made, it made me in every highly way. uncomfortable. She does not like it. Um, <clears throat> Georgie hates it there. <laughs> so she's like, she's like, yeah. oh, I just got a text from my boss and I got to go into like work like super early. So I'm going to go home. And Catherine's like, okay, nerd. Bye. Shouldn't have invited you anyway. She doesn't say all that, but like <laughs> Catherine, like, <laughs> okay, yeah, they're, sure. she's just like, fine. Because um, like Catherine had like her relationship with Catherine, like, from the previous summer was kind of bad because like she just didn't understand like why they wanted to like kiss boys and stuff she was just like why don't we just like hang out um yeah, yeah that's when Catherine and all the other girls were going through their let's grow yeah. up phase and so <clears throat> or let, let's try to be older than uh than we yes are. um so then um she walks home it's like three miles <laughs> She just, she just walks home, um, uh, and she passes by a bar on the way home, and Brian is there, and Brian is like, oh, why don't I walk you home? Um, he also offers her a hit of his cigarette. Stop it. Stop. Stop You're a grown it. man. Um, and when they get to the house... Uh, Brian starts leaning in, like he is going to kiss her, and Georgie's like, "Oh my god, he's going to kiss me!" Um, and and then Lindsay opens the door abruptly, and she's like, "What are you doing here?" It's like, "Hey, cut this shit yeah, out." Yeah, she's weirdo. like, "She's like, um, what?" And she's like, "She she honestly just does open the door, and she goes like, what are you doing here? Like, what are you doing?'" And Lynn, Georgie's like, "Fine, nothing. God, what do you want? Like, we weren't doing anything. God." Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> and so she storms into the house and yeah. uh brian's like oh i wasn't doing anything and she's like i hate Lindsay." in that moment she hated everything about her and georgie's like Lindsay, like Lindsay's like i think you should go to bed georgie before your parents wake up and 
Georgie's like <laughs> near tears, and she's like, <laughs> "My parents don't give a shit about me anyway." Like now that you and she like runs upstairs, <laughs> and now, um, need to give. I I'm there was already a trigger warning at the top of the podcast, um, but uh, we are going to 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 briefly talk about something uh, triggering, which is sexual assault. So if you don't like that, I would, I would, uh, I'm not sure how, how long to skip ahead for, but I will make like a, maybe like, like, like a boop, boop, boop noise. Um, <laughs> when, when that's over, we're not going to like go like deep, deep into it because I'm not feeling it. No. Um, but it was rough enough to read. Yeah. I don't want We're not going to go into detail, but it, it is going to be mentioned. Uh, so again, if that is not something that is comfortable for you, or if that's going to be triggering for you, I would just recommend uh, skipping ahead because um, it's it's not just going to deal with sexual assault, but also the the after effects of that. Basically, the rest of this podcast is just going to be yes, unavoidable. Yeah, the after effects of the yes sexual assault. So if this is as far as as you needed to go, you can probably skip to the last like five minutes when we do all of our um, hey, here's how you find us stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't do my business at the top of the podcast. Uh, you just I'll do it in the intro. Okay. Um, so we go back to Lindsay's perspective, um, and she has less than a week <clears throat> to go on Martha's Vineyard. Uh, so she gets the day off, and she spends it with uh, Joanna. And uh, Brian and Whitney show up while they're hanging out on the beach. And Whitney, like, Brian and Joanna are, like, making out and stuff because they're gross. Um, and Whitney's kind of looking at them like, I want that. I want what they got. Yeah. <laughs> I want that. Um, like, Brian toasts her new job, but, like, he kind of does it in, like, a would suck if you tried to say some shit about me um, trying to make, like, trying to mac on a teenager. Yeah. She goes on a date with Dylan that night, and uh, when she comes home, she hears uh, Georgie and uh, Brian outside, and she confronts them, like we just saw, and he basically gaslights her and is like, nothing was going on um i was giving her a hug yeah i was just hugging her by she's like oh okay and then he asks her to go on a walk uh with him and <sighs> georgie is upstairs and she's like crying about missing her kiss with brian which is disgusting and she notices brian and Lindsay walking away from the house and she's like kind of want to know what's going on over there and so they go to she sees them go to the lighthouse and so i think she like puts on her uh like a hoodie um, and she she walks outside to follow them, and she uh, stumbles upon Brian sexually assaulting Lindsay, and yeah. she doesn't really know what to do, uh, and so she like they don't see her like Brian doesn't know she's there. She can tell that Lindsay's not consenting, um, and she kind of just runs away because she is fourteen and it's a scary situation. And sometimes like fight, flight, or fear, right? Fight, flight, or freeze. Yeah. Fight or flight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Flight or freeze. Um, and so she flees. Yeah, it's it's a. I, I mean, obviously, it's a a very traumatic yeah. thing. Even you know, being a twenty seven year old mm -hmm. person, even just reading it, I was like, I don't, I don't know about this. Yes. <laughs> like, I I did not have a fun time. That's it. Yeah, I just didn't have Lindsay, a fun time. Lindsay has another reaction, and she kind of freezes um and she kind of goes into shock and she lets brian walk her home and she kind of just uh sits on the porch and jonathan comes out and kind of knows that something's he's like you look a little off and she's just like nope i'm fine 
as she goes and as she goes inside. I'm not going to read that quote because it triggers me. Um, so the next day, Georgie hears Lindsay come home and she realizes that like Brian did something really bad. She's also like weirdly jealous because she's 14 and confusing, like feelings are confusing. And it's just that thing where like, you know, something bad happens, but you want yeah. that person. Like she's like, why couldn't that have been me? But also she kind of like, it's like both sides where she realizes that like, that's a horrible thing to happen. Yeah. But also, like you said, she's 14. But also kind of grateful that Lindsay prevented that from happening for her. Um, <clears throat> she does get called into work early. Yeah. And Catherine texts her and is like, hey, that guy who kissed you likes you. Um, and she calls home. Carol picks up the phone and Georgie's like, hey, is Lindsay cool? And Carol's like, yes. Why are you asking this? And she's just like, I just calling and asking. Sorry. Bye. Brian comes to the cafe and Georgie like avoids him and she is like I know that Lindsay's gonna be at the beach club like the country club when I get off work so that's where I'm gonna go Lindsay sleeps in her clothes uh she kind of wants to call the police but then you know she's also weighing all these things or like you can't you can't like accuse the Fitzgerald's son of this and expect them to still give you a job and she really wants the job and she's just like, in general, it's just going to kind of like derail my future. Um, and so she makes the... She she basically chooses her future mm-hmm. over yeah. her own uh Yeah, she's well-being. making a, a, a tough choice about whether or not to shower. Because I'm not sure if you know this, but if you've ever been sexually assaulted, if you plan to report it, you shouldn't shower because then you're washing away evidence. And she decides to shower. Um, yeah. And uh, she still has to go to work that day because no one knows what happened. And... Birdie thinks his butterfly died. So she um, goes with Birdie and she's like, oh, I, I, like the butterfly's not moving. And <sighs> Georgie or Birdie is like, ah, is it because I touched my butterfly? Which was weeks ago at this point. Um, but time yeah, this is, is a, fake. This is a while ago. Um, and so, <laughs> oh God, it was, she's in shock, but she pulls a, she pulls a Darby and Birdie is like, oh my God, is it because... I touched his wing and she goes, yeah, probably. (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) And so he, um, he starts to cry. And so she's like, eh, maybe it's okay. And they end up taking the, uh, the butterfly outside and releasing the butterfly over the ocean and the butterflies, butterfly like flies away. And she's just like, oh, see, she was, uh, she was strong enough to, to, to do it. She just needed, needed to be free. Yeah. And then, um, Carol's like, hey, like, you basically leave tomorrow, like, in a couple days, and we don't have any pictures of you. So, like, she has Lindsay take a picture with uh, the kids. And, um, like, Georgie is, like, asking her. She's like, hey, are you, are you good? Are you okay? And and she's like, yeah, I'm I'm fine. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, nothing happened. I'm fine. I'm cool. Yeah, I'm fine. Nothing's uh, wrong. This happens at the beach club when she talks to, to Georgie. And Georgie can see that, like, Lindsay has clearly been crying and so she's she's just really confused about it because Lindsay's like oh i'm totally fine but she's also crying and Lin- georgie isn't sure how to be like really explicit and be like i saw like what happened you know she's just like maybe i didn't like ga- like georgie's yeah. gaslighting herself like maybe I-, I didn't see anything yeah and she's like maybe i don't know what i saw yeah so then um on Lindsay's last night she thinks about telling joanna what happened but brian is there and 
And Joanna also tells Lindsay, she's like, hey, my parents bought me an apartment because we're rich. And uh, it's a two bedroom, so let's be roommates. And Brian is there and he, like, Joanna's like, oh, yeah, Brian's here. This isn't great. Like, we'll all be in Boston. Um, all right, Brian, get out because Lin- Lindsay has something to tell me. Um, so we have to have girl time. And Brian's like, mm, and like makes like a subtle threat that he's like, hmm, would suck if your whole job went away for reasons related to me sexually assaulting you to me being a fucking um and so she goes she she doesn't tell joanna i think she tells her something else that's like not important or she She tells her that she's gonna break up with dylan and she does break up with dylan and it's very sad yeah she gets to dinner with him and she's like hey i don't think this is gonna work i'm going to boston and he's like nah we can make long distance work not a big deal and she's like hey uh i keyed brian's car and i knew that he was gonna like kick the shit out of your car and he's just like i forgive you it's fine i'm not he's yeah like, eh, shit happens shit happens and she's just like i can't like we're done bye we're, we're over um uh and before she leaves uh it's like a like earlier in the summer um when she was hanging out with georgie they had like tried to make friendship bracelets but like georgie like didn't feel good at it and so she just like gave up in the middle um and Lindsay finished her friendship bracelet and gave it to her before she leaves and georgie apologizes but like doesn't really say why she's apologizing and right before they leave it's georgie's birthday and so they go to lunch with Lindsay there and uh brian talks to her at the beach club and she's fully over brian at this point because he's the worst and because he's an actual piece of shit and she's like can you can you just tell me why you're doing this to me because she can like at this point tell that he's just fucking with her and brian smiled because you like it and because i can just the absolute like bottom of the barrel sludge of yeah, a human being just like dumpster water of a person yeah he's an actual garbage person and he uh she doesn't even respond she just walks away from him um and then um we she basically just like i'm gonna bury it like she decides that she's not gonna think about any of the things anything yep, that, that night that, that summer like it's just gonna just kind of put it out of her brain and we skip forward 10 years and <clears throat> years, yep. uh, Georgie is going to Martha's Vineyard with Carol and Bertie. She hasn't really been back since that summer. Um, so she's 25 now. Um, and Jonathan and Carol have been divorced for five years. Um, yeah. Despite all of the growth they made, because I'm pretty sure she apologized to her mom that summer uh, for being a jerk. And despite that, when her parents get divorced, like, she gets, like, real salty to Carol about it. Um, And Carol's like, your dad was cheating on me for, like, our entire marriage. Like, I'm not going to feel bad about divorcing your dad. Like, you're not going to make me feel bad about it. Yeah, you're not going to make me feel bad about taking my life into my own hands and saying, fuck that guy. Um, And her mom is like, look, I want to have Thanksgiving on the vineyard. Um, her relationship with her mom does get closer 
after her parents divorce, mostly because Carol kind of like unbuttons a little bit. She has a dog named Ocean, named after Birdie's butterfly, which I didn't quite understand. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I didn't understand that but either. But she does. Birdie is, unfortunately, no longer cool. This broke my heart. He's 15 now. And so yeah. he's just like, he's his phone's... He's just a shitty he's teenager. He's a shitty teenager. Also. He's a, like he's he's basically like little Brian. Like not like the like like that, but like she's starting to see like the yeah the indic similarities. Similarities. Um, girls are always blowing up his phone, and he's just like, "What can I do?" So he's a little cool, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's a cool. Yeah, little so she's shit, uh, she's in the, <laughs> she's in the middle okay. of getting her PhD. And we find out that the the narrator from the beginning who was, like, dreaming about this, like, nightmare lighthouse was Georgie. Um, because despite trying to bury it, she basically thinks about it, like, every day. Um, and dreams about it a All lot. The time. Um, yeah. And uh, she's in a bathroom at a club. And she almost gets assaulted. And she's like, I can't bury this anymore. So she decides she she goes to therapy because ugh, bless her, um, and she talks about it with her therapist, and uh, she gets to a point where she's like, "I'm gonna reach out to um, Lindsay," and uh, at this time, Lindsay is working still at the Fitzgeralds' gallery. She's work. She's like gotten a couple of promotions, like obviously like yeah. nepotism higher, but also like she puts in the work. Like she she has earned her promotions. Um, <clears throat> she got a breast reduction because she thought she was too thick and she feels yep. more comfortable in her body, which, you know what? Good for you. Do it. Do yeah. what you need to do. Um, <clears throat> she, uh, kind of drifted apart from Rose, um, because she was still friends with Joanna, lives with Joanna for at least a couple years, um, after that summer. And Brian and Joanna stay together and despite the fact that they're 32 like and he's 34 no ring yeah this made me like i'm not like the kind of person who's like like if you don't want to be married like if you're like someone who's like not interested in the institution of marriage 100 percent, that's fine that's valid that's cool like i wanted to be married that's not everybody's journey that's fine johanna wants to be married i would not stay for 10 years with a man who knows i want to get married and does not propose. And then prays on and 14 does, And does not propose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we weren't talking about him praying on 14-year-olds? Not at this moment. <laughs> so um, so okay. Joanna and uh, Brian have been together for 10 years and not engaged. Which, Joanna, love yourself. And he still kind of holds the gallery job above her head. And it's almost like... Like, and she's really close with him. Like, she goes on vacations with him. She lived with him. And, like, well, not with him, but, like, with Joanna. And so, like, she saw Brian all the time. Um, yeah, he was over there. Yeah, the and time. so she dates a little bit, but she, it, it, it is very triggering for her sometimes to date, um, which is very valid. And so she's just, like, it's it's just it just sucks all around. She's just, like, stuck with Brian, but also has this job she loves. Yeah. Uh, so... Georgie writes an email to Lindsay um, because she talks with uh, and she talks with Carol and she tells Carol what she saw. Where She's like, I saw Brian assault her and 
Carol immediately believes her because Carol could kind of tell that something was off about Lindsay in the days following, right before she left. But also, Carol remembers and finds where she's like, the picture we took beforehand, I could kind of see the beginnings of bruising on her like shoulders and collarbone. But, you know, she didn't really know how to say anything. Um, And Georgie kind of realizes that like, some of the things her mom did, like in terms of being like conservative and always like trying to like get Georgie to button up is because Carol went through her own situation and it was kind of her way of protecting her daughter from going through the same thing she went through. And so, you know, Carol's like, you should, you should email her. I think you should reach out to her. I support you. Like if she needs, I will give her the photos if she needs them. Um, And so Lindsay. Georgie, Georgie also wrote everything down from that Mm -hmm. night. She finds her journals and not just that night, but the entire summer. The entire summer, um, yeah. And her, she's like talking with her mom about feeling gaslighted by her own self, mostly. And she says, you know, I, th- I just feel like I-, I don't really know if I can trust my own brain. Like, was I, I might have been wrong about what I saw. Also, I thought I was in love with Brian that summer. Like, I don't even know if like what I saw was real. And her mom says, that's the thing about secrets, Georgie. When you try so hard to hide a secret from everyone. You end up hiding yourself from the world. And I thought that that was like, they just have like a really like nice, powerful moment. And Georgie's, Georgie's email to Lindsay is kind of like, hey, I have something big important to talk to you about. Yeah. Lindsay's email back is like, hey, girl, what's up? Like, haven't heard from you in a long ass time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay goes home for Thanksgiving to her parents um, and she finds her plastic bag. So when she packed her bags, she took the dress she had been wearing and she just like put it in a plastic bag and just stuffed it in her suitcase. And of course, like she's 32 and she hasn't lived at home for like a decade. And so like every time she goes home for the holidays, she's like slowly working on this process of trying to like empty out her childhood bedroom, but like never gives herself enough time. (laughs) So she finds the bag. And then that night she gets the email from Georgie uh, and she agrees to meet, but she's like, I'm not sure what this is going to be like. And when they do meet, Lindsay seems happy to see her. But when Georgie apologizes, Lindsay's like, I don't really know what you're talking about or what you think you saw. You're just wrong. Yeah, she's basically like, you have no idea what you're talking about. Part of it is is Georgie gaslighting herself, but like part of it is Lindsay just gaslighting her, which valid. She's still in shock. And then like it's 2019. So like Me Too is happening at the same time. So she's like reflecting on that. And, like, powerful men just getting away with stuff. And she also notices that Georgie, like, dresses a lot more conservatively than she did when she was 14, which is a thing she might have done already. Just by virtue of not being a teenager who wants to dress how her mom doesn't want her to anymore. Um, Yeah. So she leaves the bar and she's like, I don't want to talk about this. Um, But as she's leaving, she's like, shit, like, Georgie saw. Like, before it was like, it was just me and my word against this rich, powerful man. but like. Georgie saw. Yeah, she said that now they had someone from his mm-hmm. world. And she calls her mom and she's like, Mom, here's what happened to me. And her mom is like, We should do something about it. And like, me and your dad will support you and whatever. And she, I want to talk about this because this line also really got me. Um, is that she's thinking about yeah, what's up? seeing Georgie again and like kind of feeling bad about the way that Georgie feels. And she says, 
Why was it she thought that being a victim of a crime could morph into feeling like the perpetrator of a crime just because she hadn't wanted to tell anybody about it? And just like the way that like secrets kind of like sit on you. So a week goes by before Lindsay reaches out again. Um, and Carol is just like, hey, Georgie, give it time. Like she's grappling with her shit. Uh, and Lindsay calls a few days later and she leaves a voicemail and she's like ready to talk about it. Um, and when she gets there, like Lindsay has like a notepad, she has paper, she has, she's, she's already like hired a lawyer. Um, and she's like, I want you to tell me everything you remember at that summer. And Georgie's like, even better, bitch. I got my journal. I have this journal that details yeah. everything. Um, and Georgie also is like, hey, so part of the reason I didn't say anything for so long was because you acted so completely normal the next day and it really confused me. And Lindsay's like, not, not your fault. <laughs> that was, yeah. Yeah. Nothing, nothing not you could have done about that. And Georgie finally sees her mom as like a mother. Like she, not only has she seen her father for who he is, but she sees her mom for who she is, which is a mother. Yeah. Someone looking out for yeah. her children. Try, trying to give them the, the best shot at life. Yeah. Um, and Lindsay hires a lawyer basically a, for a civil case because despite the fact that they live in Boston, I'm not sure what the statute of limitations is, but apparently it hasn't passed yet after a decade. So good for Boston. Shouldn't be yeah. statute of limitations on rape. Hell yeah, Boston. But she decides that like a criminal case isn't really going to go anywhere and she doesn't want the money, but she just wants the accountability. Um, so she quits her job she goes to her boss and her boss she's like i'm quitting and her boss is like whoa no like you're the best why are you doing this and she goes because brian fitzgerald sexually assaulted me and i'm going i'm coming forward about it and her boss kind of does the thing that people do where they're just like that nice little boy he would never uh just quick side note the statute of limitations is 15 years for ah good on boston respect that so uh Lindsay is gonna like she not only wants to go forward with the trial but she wants to testify um her parents god bless them they sell their house to pay for her lawyer yeah they like do everything in their power to help her get the best yeah lawyer she can um get. her lawyer is like a just very like shark um is like look the clothes <laughs> the dress <laughs> you were wearing is like useless but georgie is like georgie's it yeah georgie's the, the key um and so she actually goes and she meets with Joanna as well. And she's like, Joanna, this happened. I'm coming forward about it. I understand if you're also going to be like my boss and just believe Brian. Um, but Joanna says, Brian came to her that night uh, after he assaulted Lindsay. And he was like, oh, hey, uh, I kissed Lindsay. Um, so she might. Sorry about that. Um, we were both drunk and it just yeah, happened. Um, and 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 Joanna shit. feels like horrible because she's like I've yeah you've been friends with this guy this whole time because I was friends with him or I was dating him um and she's like I know Brian hasn't been faithful like there are some nights that he just like doesn't come home and she's like I believe you like I support you I'm on your side Brian's also going to play dirty as hell uh which who's shocked yeah. you know who who would have saw it coming except everyone who would have thunk it? <laughs> So Georgie, because she hasn't gone back to the vineyard uh, since that summer, um, she hasn't seen Brian since that summer either. And 
He is yeah. a slime ball, just <sighs> demon scumbag. Just once again scooping the bottom of the barrel to create this shithole yes. of a man. He emails her and he's like, "Hey, I just want to talk." Like, I, you know, hey. His email is, congrats on Harvard. I knew you were smart. It's been a while, I know, but I need to talk to you. Can we meet in person? It's important. I want to get. I want you to get my side of the story, which, like, she saw stuff, dude. Like, <laughs> who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your side of the story? It's nothing that's going to And Georgie me, says, let's meet. So she goes to his apartment, because sure. that's where he invites her. And I was like, girl, <laughs> no. No. um a thousand percent shady. so he tries to give his side of the story and he's like he basically is like Lindsay was coming on to me um he says that like you know i did like you i liked you a lot um and she's 14 year old yeah. girl um and georgie's like and he's like he's like also like what you saw like wasn't it like she's just upset because like you know he says, didn't I walk you home that night after all? You're the one I wanted to be with and not her. The whole time I was think- I was pretending it was you. Which I like physically made my body like clinch. I, I, I just don't have words <laughs> for, for my hatred and disdain for this and, man. And she's like, I saw it happen. And he's like, well, then like, you know then you you know that like she was into it and she's like well i heard her say no and he goes okay maybe she said no maybe she said stop but she didn't mean it like like a guy knows and she was like so you admit it and he's like look we had sex it's not a big deal like georgie i wanted to be you like we can figure this out and she's like i need to go i shouldn't be here he kisses her because he's he's disgusting and he thinks that she's still in love with him like a 14 year old yeah. And she feels conflicted again because it's like, wow, I'm kissing Brian Fitzgerald like I really wanted to. But also, this is the worst. Um she yeah. knees him in the crotch. <laughs> Good girl. <laughs> Full on like build up just yeah. right to the dude. Um and she raced back home and she called Lindsay and uh she says, I went to go see Brian and I recorded it. Yeah. She record she recorded his confession. Uh, that was another moment where I was like, chills. Ooh, chills. Um Hell yeah, dude. So we get a lot of statistics about rape cases, uh, from the lawyer. So Joanna takes a stand and she talks about Brian coming to her that night. Uh, and she says Lindsay wouldn't have slept with her boyfriend. Whitney takes the stand, Mr. Mr. Jealous yeah. about the relationship, and it turns out that he says Brian had a, had a huge thing for Lindsay and he was like super mad that she just like wasn't giving him the time of day also Whitney 10 years later 32 years old 34 years old Whitney is married to a man Whitney had a Whitney had a crush on Brian the whole time Whitney was just jealous of Lindsay and Joanna so uh and then Carol submits the pictures that she had taken of the next day that clearly show like blooming bruises um yeah uh the defense attorney is like, hey, you were fan- – like, if this guy did this to you, can't believe that you hung out with him, went on vacations with him for a decade. Like, kind of sus. Um, 
also that yeah. like Lindsay and georgie didn't say anything for so long and he also tries to be like mm, also seems like georgie was kind of uh jealous and mad that like she couldn't have brian so she's just doing this to get back at him which maybe is like the kind of thing you could do if they'd come forward like immediately but at this point it's been a decade yeah she's 25 she's not holding a grudge from when she was 14 <laughs> yeah i don't think she's all these like i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm also gonna it, like right now. there's nothing for Lindsay to gain like if it's been a decade and she's like such good friends and it's all a lie like yeah there's literally nothing for her to gain she's working at his family's yeah. gallery everything's going great for her the defense attorney also tries to get dylan to come forward because he's like hey she's the reason that your car got the shit beat of it and she also dumped you super harshly um and uh, so she calls Dylan, Lindsay calls Dylan, and she's like, hey, this is the thing that happened. The defense attorney is going to try and reach out to you and try and, like, get you to be on, on Brian's side. And Dylan's like, fuck that guy. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, he's married. He has kids. Um, so no Lindsay and Dylan, unfortunately. No long game for them. Uh, but But Dylan's like, fuck that guy. I'm not on his side. And also, like, I'm so sorry you went. Like, he he cries. Like, made me so um he cries he's like i'm so sorry that i didn't like notice or see anything i knew that something was kind of like off with you about the next few days but like if they reach out like i'm not on their side but he doesn't even get called to testify or anything yeah no and Lindsay says that the hardest part is like saying everything in front of her parents um that happened and really once they get that so then like all this is happening and then georgie gets that um confession that recording, recording. um and so brian takes a stand and he's like totally like she was into it like it was i'm not sure why she's doing this and Lindsay's lawyer just goes then how come he told georgie that she said no like she said no and you just ignored that and so the jury comes back with a guilty verdict yeah Good. the Fuck only him. thing that i was unrealistic to me is i had thought about the this the statute of limitations the other thing is i guess because it's like a civil trial it's different but massachusetts is a two-party consent state so like i can't go like i can't go to someone's house in massachusetts and record them saying something incriminating and then use it against them they have to know that i'm recording them (laughs) but this is a book and he's a piece of shit so fuck him (laughs) Um, and at the end, uh, she steps outside the courthouse and, uh, everything just looks new and different to her. Yeah. She sees everything with like vibrance mm-hmm. and new And life. she closed her eyes and, uh, listened closer. She waited to hear the familiar rush of ocean waves, the terrible crashing of water and wind and shore. But this time instead, she heard her own words from years ago echo back into her mind. She's stronger than you think. And that's where that's where we get left. That's, that's the end, the of, end it. of it. Uh, this book, it was all right. <laughs> I this was one that I could have yeah. gone without. Not not heavy lie. heavy themes. It was rough. Um, it was the I I just wish it was better balanced. Yeah because the the beginning of it was so boring 
it was just the only stuff that wasn't boring was the stuff that like made me highly and deeply uncomfortable and then the yeah which was and then the ending was so rushed yeah like the like the last i don't know like four or five chapters was just like yeah so i i'm all right so are you normal out of five what do you give it oh uh this is a solid like two (laughs) just like content well not content but like execution yeah like uh uh, i don't know content horrible hated it uh just i i will say i I know we shit on like the way mm-hmm. it was written in the beginning, but I actually did enjoy them going doing the whole back mm-hmm. and forth thing uh and giving us the separate uh sides yeah. of the story. I I feel like it didn't need to be 400 pages. Yeah. Like I said, most of it was uh fluff that we really didn't need. And then it was just like boom, sexual assault. And it's like, "Oh." Yeah. I um I think I would give it a 3. So there's like this thing where like typically when you read um like the blurb for a book, it's probably gonna cover the first like fifteen yeah. to like twenty percent, maybe like thirty percent of the book. This blurb covered weirdly the last fifteen percent of the book. Kind of. What 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 was the The blurb the blurb was like, you know, two two like, you know, women get like closer together over the course of the summer. Um, and then something happens and they have to like come back together to like confront it. And like that, that really didn't happen until the end. Yeah. So it was, it was the book I was expecting, but it's not really the book I, like it's, it's also not the book I was expecting. I, I do think that it could have been shorter or at least better balanced in terms of like who they were in 2019 versus 2009. And I get, and I get that the 2009 thing was like something heavy and big mm-hmm. that happened. But I didn't need but, yeah, so much lead up. I feel like they should have balanced it out better. And I feel like at a certain point, like I understand that like Jonathan was creepy, but I think what but what bothers me about the Jonathan character is just that like it was almost like a red herring, but like I knew by the time Brian was introduced that like Jonathan was going to have nothing to do with this. Yeah, Jonathan was going to be doing his own shady shit, but I knew that nothing was going to happen between Jonathan and uh, and Lindsay. And like we still could, I I still really liked the parts of the book that discussed like Georgie and her relationship with her dad because I think that that was really important to who Georgie was as a person. But Jonathan and Lindsay as yeah. like a a pair of characters, like go off, sis, give me nothing, like. like it it just it just it did it didn't hit for me all right i'll revise it to two two point five (laughs) okay it's not something that i would read yeah it was and it was very heavy given the chance yeah i say that and i'm just like oh murder 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 yeah (laughs) like murder murder is leagues different than yeah, sexual assault. It's, it's just a very different vibe it's i did not know it was going to be a book about yeah. sexual assault until i was like it's, in the uh, middle of it i kind of hoped someone was going to die i thought someone was going to die i yeah. wish brian would have died yeah he could have like gotten hit by a boat on yeah. land <laughs> no i wouldn't have cared <sighs> so it was it was uh it was a time it happened yeah it was it was um, a ride if 
you're reading if you're listening to this and you haven't read the book and it sounds like something you want to be like to read uh it's someone else's secret by uh julia spiro take it i mean it the beginning is just real slow and then it gets real heavy real fast with not a lot of like time to release yeah. which hey maybe is valid you don't always get that that release but like especially in a book that like gives the main character the kind of like ending that a lot of sexual assault victims don't have like i don't like i I guess give us the rest of the release you know if you're gonna like make this big stand about me too like i want the um i feel like i shouldn't tag the author in this um review like i do the other ones (laughs) you say you shouldn't tag well you know like i like to tag like you know i tagged alicia rye in our review of her i tagged um and she also retweeted it which was dope um i tagged uh alex michaelides uh today when the other episode posted because i think you know like probably cool to hear like i don't think we're gonna be reading like we're not really i mean these are books that are probably like big deals but like we're not like pulling books from like the new york times bestseller list like yeah i mean maybe we will at some point but you know probably but like it's not our goal like we're not like going and picking like you know a clockwork orange or like books like that that are like these staple staple books. books yeah so yeah if you guys like our podcast uh you can find us on instagram at what did we just read twitter at what did we read uh or you can email us at what we read podcast at gmail.com um as i mentioned in the intro i will make sure to remember to put it in the intro if you'd like to read <laughs> along with us um see what books are coming up or grab a copy of a book we've already finished uh you can check out our book club page on uh, amazon book clubs we are updated up through probably i think july uh with basically the day that's on there of like the the date that's attached to the book is going to be the day that the episode that the episode will drop uh for the podcast um so you just need to search for what did we just read if there ever becomes a link available i will make that available easily if you love us give us a five-star review um share with your friends and keep listening uh you have anything else to say justin uh no i mean you pretty much said it all uh if you guys love us like you said give us a five-star review we love you guys already and that's pretty much it yeah we will see you guys next week for sure. For sure. Not with a thriller this time, in fact. <gasps> what's, what's it? It's going to be uh, science fiction this time. Okay, cool. dope. So we'll see you guys next week with a science fiction book. Find it on the book club page. Um, we will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.